bowels of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. Congratulations, Detroit. You can be thoroughly ashamed of yourself. The homicide toll has reached a nice even 750. Details on the latest leveling from Police Sergeant... Coming up now, we're going to start off the set with... ...in the morning. Sightless tigers could use this guy's talent. Have you had time to get ready? <clears throat> I don't waste any time getting ready. I stay ready. <laughs> and ready we always are. Uh, we are back for another show after the Midwest Winter Nationals, and I guess as a, uh, a first piece of business... Um, Cody's not here because he's stuck in a corrosionator 9000 taking care of uh, salt and uh, snow issues across the, the Midwest footprint that he covers. And uh, if he can join us, he'll try to. But I want to extend a very warm welcome to what will now be the fourth permanent member of Sidetracked as a show. Uh, and we're happy to have him be a part of this. Adam Drought, welcome back to Sidetracked. And uh, welcome forever. Thank you, guys. Definitely uh, look forward to helping you guys out and uh, helping you reach some of the members here on the East Coast. You know? Yeah, you do some good things. And, uh, you know, we were reflecting Sunday morning on, you know, I was driving back from the ship. We were talking on the phone and just reflecting on on, on the years we've known each other and, and the things we've done together. And uh, at one point, the conversation got to, like, hey, can I be a part of this? And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even have, have to ask at this point. So uh, glad to have you on. Um, I knew that uh, Ryan and Cody wouldn't object, although I did tell you uh, they you did have to pass the test, and you did. You're here. I'm still waiting for the hazing. but that's, uh, you know, So that's, that's coming. Just, real, that's just, coming. just, just we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> We don't we don't talk about Fight Club uh, on Fight Club. There exactly. But we had one heck of a weekend at the Midwest Winter Nationals, and Clint Tucker is with us, as is the pit boss Joe Hurd, and there will be some other players uh, that participated in this program over the weekend that will be joining us momentarily. Uh, I don't know where the hell Joe went, but I presume that. Clint is his usual can't see you self. Yeah, I'm here. Figured Joe brother. went to go get licorice. Yeah. Or <laughs> whatever whatever special Twizzlers brand that are required to uh, appease Pit Boss. Right. No, my there good. Oh, there he is. There he He's is. returned. There he is. My wife is more important. I had to talk to her. That's I don't fair. Not gonna fight you on that one. Yeah, I said nope. she she noticed that Joe Heard wasn't his talkative self. Said, "What's the matter?" I said, "Well, there's a podcast starting, and I'm on it." And it's like, well, "That's what you had to say." Click. And <laughs> 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 you'll have that. You'll have that. It happens. It does. Um. Charles, uh, Adam, check uh, check the text thread. Cody sends his le- his greetings, his love. I saw it. I wasn't gonna throw it up in there because, <laughs> yeah, he's he's in a corrosionator nine thousand. Yeah, he's, he's, he's 
And I, I dislike the version of it that he sent us because it doesn't have a hopper. It has a tank, and I really want to, like, kick him in the nuts. That poor guy. <laughs> I, don't know that he has, I don't know that he has much choice. I don't He's know. going through hell right now. That's 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 hateful. What that shit is. That's yeah, that's awful. That's uh, uh, say goodbye to your rocker panels stuff right there. Take it <laughs> junkyard, it's done. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> All right, yeah. Tucker. So how did how did it go from your perspective? Oh, oh now Cody, now Cody wants to join. Hello, Mister Corrosionator Nine Thousand. Hello, what's going on? Uh, we were uh, just uh, uh, casting aspersions on your chosen chariot tonight. Yeah, no, it's it's not that. So hold on, I gotta get my AirPods connected. Oh God, wait it, Mister Fancy. We're 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 better than this. I promise. We are. It's just <laughs> nicely done, Joe. <laughs> waiting, waiting for you. Waiting for you, Princess. Take your time. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> just oh, good. dealing with the just dealing with a snowstorm. So yeah, he's actually not kidding. We we got smacked. That's new in the Midwest. Who's never had that before? Yeah, well, it really kind of picked up right around uh, right around the commute time home. Commute in Des Moines was messy. I'm sure it was in Omaha too. Well, we got a snow squall here too, on top of everything. So. Um, when your phone your phone alarm goes off and says snow squall, I mean national national alert snow squall. So first time, yeah. Huh? First time. The uh, top three of us in this group are well accustomed to like squalls and lake effect. Well, yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying, I'm normally not on the, the snow crew, and I'm driving a uh, one ton dually with a. I don't know how many gallon brine tank on there pulling a 900 gallon fuel tank driving around to the stores and filling up all the equipment tonight. So I did not have to drive a salt truck. I got, I got lucked out, but I don't know. We make our own brine. Ah, okay, good. Yep. If, if so. you said calcium chloride, I was going to say things. <laughs> no, we, we make our way. own brine. So it's, yeah, it works uh, great on it works great on briskets. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and turkeys, and you know whatever you want. Oh yeah, you you try that. Let's see how that how that works. I'm not yeah, I'm not yeah. coming to your house. I'm not coming to your house to eat. I can tell you that. I'm, I'm gonna. Be yeah, well tonight. then, you won't get brisket hash in the morning. Cook your meat and traction that can eat. If it's got <laughs> brine, if it's got brine on it, I'm sure as hell not eating that. You know, probably not. No. All right, we've the had good, enough small talk and BS. It'll be plenty salted, I can tell you that. Well, yeah, that happens. Right, let's take it from the top. Tucker. Yes, sir. How'd we do? Good. Um, really appreciate all the competitors and fans braving the weather. Um, we had pretty good numbers in every class. Uh, you know, start from the you know, then the track was amazing. You know, they got Travis laid down the dirt. Boys maintained it well. All worked together well. JR's little tool he had on the 4455 did its job keeping the starting line nice and level and even. Um, it took a lot of horsepower every every, every session and uh, pretty fair. No, no complaints there. Um, 
Joe had the pit building perfect, thanks to the building owners, especially on Saturday. It was nice and warm back here most of the time. Yes, it uh, was. Great. It was great. Great, great environment. Everybody's attitudes are really good, you know, even though with all the snow. Um, fans, you know, we were really surprised with how the attendance on Friday and Saturday during the snow. They, they showed up, but people up there, they don't, they, it's just part of their day-to-day life. They don't get crippled. And some of the guys from Ohio and and uh, southern Indiana, southwestern, southeastern Indiana, so, you know, they chose an alternative path and come up to Fort Wayne and up there on 69. They said it wasn't bad at all, you know. You know, it, and we went that way home. And you really didn't get very far south on 69 on Sunday. The snow really was just a skiff, kind of like it was over here in Illinois when we got home. So it all worked out good. Um, thanks to all the, all the help. They did a great job. Sorry, the Laura broke her hand day one, but uh, she's tough. She, yeah. she she worked through it. They ain't gonna, and it won't be the last time she breaks her hand. No, probably not. I will she's not. Uh, I'll I'll wait till she gets on the the show. She's gonna join us uh, to comment on that um, and what a badass she is. She dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. That's what we do. She's a trooper. War room was fun all weekend. A lot of good, a lot of good visiting down there. I think you guys really enjoyed it Saturday. I think there was some AM guys on on Sunday morning again. I know, <laughs> there were. I know, I know my co-pilot was pretty sleepy all the way home, so uh, we had, they had a good time. I think no complaints out of anybody. Um, everything was upbeat. Everybody's looking forward to next year, and uh, I think we're we're ready to go. Um, hopefully we're back in that same spot, but, uh, they're trying to work something out up there to, uh, accommodate us for next year and, uh, stay tuned. We'll be pulling 2025 somewhere in January. Hopefully it's there. Everybody likes it there. And, uh, I think the, the new, the new management stuff, new managers up there are going to do what they can. And Travis is going to do what they can to hopefully have us back. And, um, it, that all works out. It'd be great, but stay tuned, you know. You guys are going to do this stuff pretty frequently, uh, the podcast and whatnot. That's how our information gets out. And, yep. uh, of course, our <clears throat> our live stream was phenomenal. Brian did a great job with the live stream. Brent Yaron, I cannot thank him enough with the live results. They were – That kicked ass. That was awesome. That was that was perfect. I've uh, heavily recommended that to uh, the people that I work for during the summer that we need to look into that that program. That, that worked. That's nice. Good, that worked good. Good job, Brent. Good yeah. job, Brent. It was yeah. awesome. Because we could see, I could see that on the website back in the pits, and I kind of knew moving people around, it kept me to organize things, you know, because I could see who placed where and what, you know, in his instant. So that was yeah. a big, big help. And he, w- he was managing that in real time. Like if we had if we had a driver change or whatever, and we became aware of it, you know, there, there was great information sharing between – between me, him, Carl, and Shane, and and trying to stay on top of and be as accurate as we possibly could, um, he was very engaged with that. He had the computer right behind him and was all over it the whole time. He, Brent does a great job, uh, as does Ryan. Um, could not do this without those guys. It's it's amazing what they make happen, and and their their concentration really is what it's all about. Uh, they pay attention the entire time. They're not distracted. Um, like some of us can be, uh, they, they, they're on, they're on it. 
There's a squirrel. Yeah, no, there what? is squirrel. Down, down in the bullpen is like managing chaos. It really is. It's and like we, herding cats, Charles. It's worse than herding cats, probably, <laughs> Joe. Uh, we, we do what we can, but uh, uh, the the two with the the headsets on, uh, Brent and, and Ryan, laser focus, and they do a fantastic job. Couldn't do it without them. And Charles, uh, I got nothing but compliments out of all the three of the announcers. Very intelligent. No bad emails. Perfect job. You guys did an amazing job there. Uh, everybody really enjoyed that. Um, uh, tech guys did a phenomenal job. They had a couple of new tech people, new flag people this year. Did an amazing job. Um, no problems anywhere. So it was just all in all a great event. And um, we're happy and, and uh, looking forward to next year. I could throw something out there too, Jesse, posting the photos right after yes. the classes got done. That I I absolutely freaking love that, um, being able to see who won with the rundowns and stuff like that. Um, Jesse does a hell of a job with that. I've tried to implement that with MESP as well, but um, with a with an event like that, everybody wants to know who won. That is so crucial to have that out there. Um, tractor's not even off the track yet, and photos are already up, so it's awesome. Yeah, Wyatt Schulte coming in clutch with the the comment, and I I presume Ryan, you were the one that uh, threw that up there. I did. We didn't reset a sled at all. <laughs> Six sessions, never changed it once. He was bang on for all of them, and there were some classes where we kind of just were like, there was there was head scratching going on down there in the bullpen. We're like, is this right? Is this right? And then that monster pass would come out of nowhere. It's like. Yeah, we were right to stick, and now they found the road. We're we're good. We did it right. Yep. I can't I can't yeah. begin to tell you how impressive that is, and how much I can't brag on that boy because that. Yeah. I, I've seen I've seen old guys that's been doing it longer than him that couldn't nail it that good. You know. Yep. I mean, that I, I mean, in all our years of doing it, to not have a single hiccup. You know, a single sled reset, that's like, that's setting the bar pretty high, you know. Not going to say it's not going to happen again, but that, them's pretty, it's just, um, it's just awesome what it is. He does, you can't brag on him enough. That Bungard yeah, does a hell of a job. And he did. Is that the first time it's ever happened here for us. at Winter Nationals? I think last year when we only reset one. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. Uh, and we then, did you know, the smoke machine was flawless. Never had one cough pickup nothing smoke machines smoke tube i mean those guys are they they're they're just they got their a game on and they're just the best to, to work with and no you don't even know they're there you know <clears throat> a good side operator um it's like a good referee you don't even know he's there you know and um yeah that all weekend and you know we knew we had a phenomenal event when we was in the war room saturday night and i pulled up pulloff.com and there was not one comment about anything that and I promise I didn't delete anything as a moderator. That's I did not do that. <laughs> I joked about it, but I did not do that. Yeah, it it was successful. Whenever you don't hear a peep, you know Don Slam and I talked on Sunday or Monday after what guy it was, and Don goes, "Well, good pull, nothing on pull off." I was like, "Yep, we got lucky." You know that's what me and Don gauge our our success level as pull off was ragging on us or not, but they they weren't. 
I got a couple nasty grams on Facebook and some people, you know, sent me some private messages that were terrible about, you know, not being able to just randomly hang out in the pits. And um, I said, well, we, we charge extra for pit passes because we really don't want you back there. And they thought that was a crime. I was like, well, it is what it is. It's, it, it boils down to a safety aspect. There's a lot of stuff in a confined space moving around at high speed. And we really, as much as we want to enjoy our fans, we don't want to kill any of you. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, the only confrontation Joe and I had all weekend was, uh, was a fan that uh, thought he needed to express his opinion to me and Joe. And then that was handled. And I didn't see him the rest of the weekend. Man, I'd say that I'd say the upcharge for the for the you know for the pit pass that just blame that on duct tape Joe. Yeah, that was a duct tape Joe decision. Absolutely. Well, well I, I've, I've always said this: you take your favorite restaurant that you've been to for ten years, and you've never had a bad meal there. Everything is spot on. You love the place. Get on Google reviews sometimes, and there's always some negative Nancy on there bitching. Oh, it's awful. The food's just horrible. The service is awful. And for 10 years of a hundred times of being in there, you've never had a bad experience. I mean, there's always going to be somebody that's negative and there's always going to be somebody that has a negative experience, you know, and Clint's, you know, worked for 20 years to make this the best damn pull that we could for not only the pullers, but the fans as well. And to keep it all in harmony, but you're, you can't make everybody happy. You just, you just can't do it, but we strive to, but, not always going to happen. No, and you just got to be polite and kind of put the put the fan that's complaining about ticket prices and stuff, and you kind of put them in your shoes just for a minute. And uh, most of the time, they understand. But if they don't, you know, it is what it is. It's it, they're, they're entitled to their opinion and But there's a lot of people came to that event and really enjoyed it, and right. uh, we we appreciate each and every one of them. Well, and we even appreciate the feedback. You know, mm-hmm. well you're going to kill this event by you know, charging more and providing less. And I was like, I don't know what else I can provide you other than 450 or 60 hooks down six sessions of great track. So if, if I'm not providing you enough for your ticket value, then I'm sorry. Maybe you need to go to the poll in February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against Louisville any at all. And I, you know, it's always been, you know, the Taj Mahal tractor pulling and, you know, to, I can't go. It's hard for me to watch that pull because we we put on a fast pace pull and we do that for the fans and the pullers and to get as much through there to give everybody the best bang for the buck that they've got. But I'll have panic attack after panic attack because I see all the pieces moving around. I'm like, hurry! You got to you, you you can be more efficient. You know you don't need to do that. Do this. Do that. You know. And I'm just sitting there trying to micromanage something I don't have nothing to do with. And it's nothing negative against them. That's been their pace for since 1969. I mean, it's always been that way. So it, it's just a it's a different pace show is all. They don't they don't push as much through there. But I it's hard it's hard for me to watch it sometimes. Wait, Keenan's been running a roller tractor there since '69. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask him, I'm sure he said yeah. Yeah, that's right. yeah sure. Yeah. There. Joe, I think it'd be fun to I think it'd be fun to sit with you and just hear you micromanage a poll like that. That might be really funny. 
Yeah, it, it it can be interesting. I try. I mean, I enjoy myself when I go. I, you know, uh, Sinjini gets me my chemical rep gets me really good seats for Saturday afternoon down there. But um, you know, I'm right down there by you guys taking pictures and everything at the end at the bottom. But uh, who, who's you know, taking pictures down there at the bottom anymore? What's that? That's changed too. There's oh, none of us. He got one. <laughs> he got one. But there ain't any yeah. of us, none of us else is. Yeah. It's been a couple of years since I've had the opportunity to go down there, but uh, ag retail gets in the way a lot of times. Um, but it, um, it, it's a good, you know, I, I still, enjoy, I enjoy going, I always will. It's, uh, yep. yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, um, you know, and, and it's just like it, it gives me the opportunity there to, you know, to, to talk to, to pullers and talk to fans too. And because um, I don't have that opportunity always at uh, at our event, you know, because we're just so, so busy, you know, just trying to put on the best show that we can. So you don't get that opportunity all the time. So not that anybody wants to really talk to me anyway, but that's okay. At least that one guy. <laughs> oh, that one guy didn't. You, Joe. <laughs> that one guy didn't. There's well, yeah, wanna, he did. There's people who want to talk to you, Joe. They just you, you may not like the choice of language when you hear it. Yeah, it's okay. I got big shoulders. It's okay. Ag retail after eight years conditions, you did a lot of bullshit you didn't want to hear anyway. Yeah, I understand that. This is this is was a pretty cool story. Do you hear about this, Charles? Uh, negative. No, that was one that's 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 foreign to me. What's that story? Uh, I don't know. I think it was Rusty. You got to help me out here. It was the second flight you guys were in? And uh, one of your competitors broke a, a lift pump. It was on a green and, tractor. Huh? It was on a green tractor. I remember that. Yeah, and they pulled it around. I think he was first hook, right? Wasn't he? I think so. He could turn down his. He could turn down his hook and come back. Maybe. I don't know. There's Either way, they they rolled that thing into the back, and uh, they hustled. They hustled in the staging area, and. Uh, Swapped out a, a lift pump and still got it back on the track and in, in time to uh, come back and make their hook. Yeah, there you go. Broke the lift. Okay, out. okay. Right. that was on Rexing. I'm sorry, Rusty. Yep, you're right. I there was another the, one that, that that one escaped me. I I knew I knew of a bunch of thrashes, but that one I got got away. Yeah, I think Rexing had two tractors in that in there in that hot farm. But yeah, now there was there was a couple of guys that just had. You know, two two or three guys actually had just problems, and you know, and we would try to accommodate them the best we could and take them to the you know the warm up tube and fire it up and let them start it and try to sort their problems out. You know, between between sessions and stuff. But yeah, Rexing that that kind of happened in between time. So I guess that opens the door. Should we talk about the ultimate? What happened? Probably ought to. Yeah, yeah. Since they since they've made a habit of doing it now. Yes. Oh my gosh. Insane. So Member or uh, people pullers from Pennsylvania have made a habit of doing. <laughs> I think I think my favorite comment is one of the guys that was uh, helping with that and says, "Why can't somebody else do this and we just sit back and watch?" <laughs> I, I think I overheard that as well. Because because ninety. And help if they didn't if it wasn't their tractor they still dive in and help them guys just work the whole time they're there yeah yep it's they're, just like, they're, they're like ricky bobby they don't know what to do with their hands if they're standing around right yep 
Yeah, because they've done it. Cars. Yeah, I've seen it for years at Gordyville. I mean, I've watched them swap, pull pistons out of one motor and stick it in another, you know. And the time it took me to rearrange a building, they pulled two motors apart and slapped them all back together. And right by the right by the blast door, too. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys knock yourself out and have a ball. Do what you want to do. Just clean your mess up. You know, and uh, they did. And it's phenomenal to see them work. I I don't have that much energy. I I I do, but for that, I'm like, nah, I'm going home. Yeah. Hats off to him. It's awesome. You know, it's, 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 you, you need to be fed by that energy, you know, <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's something to see. For those who don't know the story, you can see, uh, go to the, go to the sidetrack part by DHD, uh, Facebook page. You can see some of the live stream that I put up about what, what's going on. But, uh, long story short, faster yet is their light pro out of the Thursday night that made the transfer into the finals and they torched a couple pistons in the tractor. And in their flight as well was uh, blue by or black and blue, which yep. was which was a new build that they had thrashed on all week to get the chassis done. The engine had come back from Lemke's on Monday. I mean, th this was this was all hands on deck to get that tractor there, and they broke a hub on it uh, in the qualifier. And they went behind the grandstand, welded up the right side chose to take the left side off and weld that up as well and but they were but it wasn't going to advance the tractor was not going to advance but it was there with an engine that yes it saw moon tune rp ripums but it only moved about 95 feet so it sat there and sat there and sat there and they looked at what was wrong with faster yet um and then going on a saturday night for the finals for light pro like well we didn't pack any extra pistons with us we can't pop the head and drop the pan out and fix this thing what we can do is go right over there and get this brand new engine out of black and blue so they prepped it got black and blue stripped down got the motor out of it and on saturday afternoon at about i don't know what was it clint we were sitting around uh the end of that row, and and that tractor was sitting with the hood down like three thirty, and by five thirty they were bolting that other engine into it. I was pulling tractors to warm them up to get the show started at six. So at five thirty they was finally getting they finally got the clutch to go to go into the transmission at about five thirty. Yeah, I mean it was that fast, and with two tractors to go, actually one tractor to go, they came through the the roll up into the barn uh, for what they thankfully drew was last hook in light pro final and blasted a second, blasted a runner up. Um, and what was struck me the most was watching him work. There was no panic, there was no rush, there was no raised voices, there was no yelling. Everybody had their job. Everybody had their spot. Everybody had their responsibility, and they were just executing. And it was calm and professional, and it was a joy to watch. It really was a yeah, joy. Those to guys watch. are amazing. They're just—they're just an amazing bunch of guys. They're, you know, they've supported our event forever, and uh, man, they're just like I said, just clockwork. Watching them, and their stuff runs hard. You know, it's. I'm just proud of all those guys, proud to know them. And, um, 
happy for them and wish them the best in February and they go down to Louisville. And, um, and uh, you know, it just makes the whole pit area interesting whenever they're there because they bring hard-running blue tractors, and that's awesome for us and awesome for the fans. Yeah, and to Mr. Horse's ass who wanted to challenge me on the Super Bowl single charger on that whole post, uh, yeah, those tractors are entered for Farm Machinery Show, and they're going to kick your barn door down. Have fun. <laughs> now, will they do it on match tires that are staggered special, or will we be yes. mismatched? Yes, you, <laughs> you can go to the outside, and you can hold. And you can hold it. It's always a good day when you can work in a, a Days of Thunder reference. That's that's even further more amazing that they did that as well. Like that, just like holy shit, we forgot about that. Oh, t- damn! <laughs> and, and none of us caught it, so shame on me as well. Like, hey. oops. oh well, let's go. Look who's Send here! It. Look who's here! Hey, hey, Laura! Hey, Laura. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm still at work, by the way. Oh, where's your pick? Off. Where's so, your pick? Where's my my club? This is oh. Carl. That's Car- Carl the him. club. We've Carl nice. the club. So, yep, I named Carl. Here's your bag. So I can say so. I'll I'll let you tell your story. What happened to you? But what I want to say is that. Throughout the course of the weekend, uh, there's about six of us who are really close together. I mean, like, personal space violation close on the regular. And and it's it's like me, Shane, Carl, her, Laura, Amy, Joe, and Brent Yarn. And Brent's over the top of all of us. And you know what? None of us ever heard one word of complaint from her about what happened. You are the toughest person I've ever met. Uh, tell you, tell everybody what happened. So Thursday night during the light pro, sorry, I'm going to the time clock really quick. During the light pro class, I dropped the primary chain on my left hand and broke it in two places and possibly three places. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, stop, 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 stop. Hang on. I'm clocking out ahead of people right now so I can talk to you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I'm off the clock. I can do whatever I want now. Okay. There we go. Yeah, so I dropped the chain on my hand. Um, I kind of knew immediately that it was broke, but I was... There it is, Laura. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's the x-ray. So... Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm here to do a job. We've still got a big show to put on and you can't be a baby about it. So suck it up and go on. (laughs) And that's what I did. So, (laughs) so, you know, it's, um, the paramedic, he seen me do it and he goes, I want to see it. And I wouldn't let him. But um, the guys in cell block one, it was it got pretty pretty. What Thursday night is when it swelled up really big, and yeah, um, Friday night was even worse. So it was I okay. Friday night at one point, uh, one of one of the staff 
was trying to help you tape it. And you're like, no, get away from me. I got this. You're like, you ripping the tape with your teeth and just like, no, I got, I got this stuff. Yeah. I may be a little independent. It's you, know, you think <laughs> maybe a little, a little, well, you know, I was brought up, um, pain don't hurt, fear hurts. And there's a lot of truth to that. And so you just, it is what it is. So I was always grew up. It's a long ways from your heart and you could chop well, your hand off and they just pour some methylate on it and wish you the best of luck. <laughs> well, and that's true. You know, th- there is a lot of truth to that. So, um, you know, as long as I didn't hit it, it was okay. And Brandon Bungart, I mean, we all know how well of a sled operator he is. He was like, he could tell that something was going on because I wasn't using that hand and I generally do. And he was like, what's going on? And I showed him, he goes, you need to quit. And I was like, no, like I'm not quitting. <laughs> Never give up. The worst thing they could ever tell you. Yeah. So it, you know, it'll be okay. I practice dentistry all week with it. So it's amazing what you can do with, your pointer finger and your thumb with a club <laughs> and a club. Yeah. My oh. doc was like, um, how is this going to work? And I'm like, we'll figure it out. So meanwhile, yeah. she's using uh, chopsticks from now on. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing that I am right hand dominant because that would be bad if it was my right hand. I don't care what hand dominant you are. I wouldn't want to pick you to fight. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm a weenie. You guys know that. No, the hell you are. Uh, yeah, been that forever. So, uh-uh. You've yeah. been around this. You've been around this event just about as long as anybody. What uh, What are your thoughts on how this one went down, and what memories have you got going back through the ages? So yeah, this is my 14th year, and it's it doesn't seem like it's been 14 years. Um, wow. yeah, I, I got to looking, um, back through pictures and stuff and 2012 was my first event and boy, I mean, it's changed and then it hasn't changed. Um, it's still the same competition. You know, we've still got the same competitors and stuff. Um, the boys in cell block one, I mean, they can officially say they've been at every Gordyville slash ships want to pull, um, you know, and that's what keeps you coming back is when you have those, those fans that show up every year religiously, if it's a blizzard or, you know, the one year at Gordyville when we were all running around in t-shirts. So. That was um, neat. We wore the one, the one year, yeah. the one year out of like 19 or 20. <laughs> um, as far as favorite memories go, um, I remember my first year there, Tucker, you know how I used to have the fold-up canvas chairs that exploded in, like, the first week? No way. And he told me, he goes, when you get tired, someone else will do your job. And I think Woody was there that night. It was, like, the last hook of the night that weekend. And we got done, and I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to sit down. And Tucker looked over his shoulder, and he was like, I didn't think you would make it through the first night. And I was like, well... You know, it, you, you gave me a job to do, and I believe that was the year that um, Jerry Molinex had Batman shorts on as he rode the box blade down the track. Yeah. yeah. Lord have mercy. Where was I for this? 
That yeah, was, I, I can't remember, remember what the charity was that year, but he had a pair of boxers, Batman boxers on and rode on the, that's when we had the orange V blades and rode them down the track in one pass. Somebody has a picture of that, but I don't know where it's at. It um, oh my goodness. Rodney Crum has it. That's so, right. Yep. That, I mean, there's several memories that I have, you know, but that's the two that, sorry guys, I'm getting in my truck where it's warmer. Probably sticks out the most. Um, you know, it's definitely. Let me get some light on it here. You know, we're family, and we definitely have become. So, by the way, it's still cold in Missouri. It's <laughs> crazy. Getting colder. Yeah, getting colder in Iowa too. So they can keep the snow for themselves, but it's freezing back here right now. So, but anyways, now I'm off work. I'm out of the building. (laughs) So now you can say the seven, the seven bad words that George Carlin says not to say. That's right. (laughs) I I won't repeat them, but I know them from memory. I'm pretty sure I've heard Laura utter all of them. Maybe not in one long no, sentence, not in, not in a one, sentence, but there's there's one that maybe not, but I'll yeah, okay, still. all right, yeah, I'll take, I'll give you that. There's, there's that one, one that maybe not, but there's the other yeah. six, yeah, probably. So, but well, thanks for being a trooper, Laura. Hey, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I know plenty Life. of people that. I can't do it. My hand hurts. <laughs> so at one point, at one point, I I pointed this out to somebody. It wasn't on. I don't. It wasn't on microphone. Maybe actually it was uh, to Carl. Um, you had already messed up your left hand, and I don't know who it was. I don't remember who it was. It was sometime on Friday. Uh, they had got unhooked, and the main hook had fallen out of the buckboard, and mm-hmm. you you walked over there and picked it up. You didn't place it over the buckboard <laughs> threw it over the buckboard I'm like, holy shit that's amazing she took violence <laughs> I, so I messaged Brandon today because honestly I've you know I've unhooked that chain now for I think I figured it up 22 years and I never knew how much it weighed so I messaged the brains and I was like hey Brandon how much does it weigh and he broke it down and the chain, the hook, and then that clevis piece weighs 76 pounds. Plus yeah, you, you threw that damn thing before. <laughs> so he was like, it's heavy. And I was talking to him and, you know, he goes, that hasn't changed over the years. That's just how it's been the whole time. So, you know... I was like, when it when I dropped it Thursday night, I was like, man, that's gonna suck. That's gonna leave a bruise. And little did I know the bruise would end up at least two broken bones, possibly three. So we'll see. You when know. do you find out if the third one was broken? Uh, I go to the orthopedic surgeon next Wednesday. Mm. So that's when hopefully Carl becomes either hot pink or lime green. I don't know which color, but we figure out what we're gonna do so you know we we there's there's those of us who have like you know the 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 wall of shame of like busted <laughs> ass parts 
but like you shouldn't have one that's like casts for you. <laughs> well, you know, you think about it. Two years ago, I was out there with a torn ACL and meniscus. Yes, you were. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you were. The month of January does the best. <laughs> but you know, you, like I told Tucker, I have a job to do. I'm gonna do it, and we'll figure out what we need to fix later. So. We just want to. We don't want to fix you anymore. <laughs> no. It's... I was gonna say that's spoken like a tractor puller in nature. We'll <laughs> fix it later on. There's there's off season. I so when I went in Monday, they were like, "So when did you do this?" And I was like, "Thursday," and they were like, "What have you been doing for it?" And I was like, "Not really much of anything." And they were like, "Really?" I've I'm been like, exercising it, <laughs> hoping it'll get better. <laughs> I'm looking at it. That's what I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, staring it down. Yeah. They were like, most people would have been in the ER, and I'm like, well, no. no we really don't have happen. that option in that town. Yeah, exactly. I was nope. like, I wasn't about to see an Amish doctor. <laughs> uh, so. Charlie says if it gets wrapped, it needs to be John Deere green, and that's all oh, there no. is to it. I've seen his post. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping it does something, because me and this ace bandage are not having, we're not best friends at all. So, but it'll be okay. I hope. Oh, damn. <laughs> Wilson, you are savage. Make it the color of the broken stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Make me. it green. The color of broken stuff, according to him. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah according to him, it would be green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though the chain that smashed you was, you know, like just dark metal. It was bright right. orange. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, actually, yeah. Yeah, the primaries are painted orange. orange. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, if you'd like to rant about Alice Chalmers for the next three or four minutes, we'll let you do it. I mean, we'll all just mute and laugh as you do it. You know what? Come to think of it, I think that night I had my green and orange knee brace on. So, you just saying. think I, you did. I think I, I think did. So. I was just going to say, some are hidden there about going to an Amish doctor. It puts a whole new meaning on horse pills. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Truth. Well played. That's awesome. So. So what color? What color tractor was it when you dropped the hook? I mean, I mean, if we're going to throw somebody under the bus, let's just throw the guy on the other end. Um. Even though it was not his fault. Doesn't matter. It was in the light now. pro. It was the light pro class. I'm gonna. I, I can't answer that. I don't remember because I was so mad when I came off the sled that I did it. And, I mean, you guys have seen me do it a hundred times. When I smash something, I walk down the track. That way, I don't say anything, and I just have a moment to myself. And I was like, man, that hurt. And I didn't want to take off my glove because I knew if I took off my glove. You know, it wouldn't be good. But it, I wouldn't it, and that glove wasn't going back on. Yeah, and essentially, it didn't go back on the rest of the weekend because it wouldn't fit. No, it wasn't. So. And it was remarkable. Part about it is that night in the war room, like it looked bad, but it wasn't super yeah. bad. But the next yeah. day, oh my goodness! Yeah, that's when I think the next day, the EMT that was there on Thursday night. That was the day you were ripping like. Cutting, cutting, uh, 
rap with your teeth. Like you were like, get the fuck away from me. I'm doing this myself. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I was, was I mad at myself possibly because I knew at that point, you know, a bruise is a bruise and it'll go away and it will, it'll quit hurting. And at that point I, I told myself it was broke and I was like, this is going to suck. But, you know, your Friday afternoon session in and you've got four sessions to go. It's like, okay, we got to we got to make this work. So, yeah, and that Friday afternoon session was if there was one that was a marathon, that was the one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That one went quick. It did go quick, which was nice. But. So long story short, when you get to the end of a run at one of these events, at that this event particularly, and we're asking you, you're getting uh, multiple signals for hold break, be neutral, shut down, whatever, 99.9% of the time it's coming from her right behind you so that she can reach in there and do some of this stuff and not get her hand broke. So... Uh, if, if you, you know, don't, you know, and, and everybody's usually pretty cool and observant, but I just want to reiterate that, like, there's a reason why, uh, we're directing you to do a certain thing, whether it's cold, pushing you back with the loader. Um, we want you to drive back into the sled. We let Brandon pull you back over the pile, whatever's going on. It's all being directed by Laura. She's the one who is, is, is deciding what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. And there's a very good reason why so that she can disconnect you from that sled in a very safe manner. And, uh, you know, it didn't happen on this one particular instance, but, uh, you know, that that's that's why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even out, even during the outdoor series and stuff, you know, especially when a tractor's dead, you know, the sled operators, I mean, Bungart Motorsports, I mean, I'll say it. They're probably the best slot operators in the nation. Brandon is probably one of the best. When you work with them for so long, a lot of times there's no communication between Brandon and I. We just know by hand signals and stuff. And a lot of times there's stuff happening before the driver even has their neck collar off. And when they are live and when they're, you know, sitting in the throttle and stuff like that, that's when it gets dangerous because I've had a mod, a single engine mod come on the pan with me and that's no fun. I mean, that becomes a scary situation super quick. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pools and stuff like that, that, I mean, we have hundreds of pools across the U S the person that actually does my job a lot of times has no experience. And so you're at that point, you're looking out for the safety of them. You're looking out for the safety of everyone else too. So it's definitely keep an alert and, you know, being aware of what's going on behind you, even though you can't see it. Tucker, how did you find Laura the first time to, to get her to Gordyville and unhook? Well, um, I can thank Austin Ritter. He invited me to come down to uh, Cole Camp, Missouri, to video as a Missouri State Bowl, I think. They had four ones that time. And me and Rodney Crum, we had our crops kind of in. Uh, it was May, I think, uh, or early June. Yeah, that's so, about when Cole's camp is. And we, we we went down there and took a nice little drive. Uh, Sedalia had been hit by a, a tornado, so <clears throat> we were snoopy and drove around Sedalia, looked at that, ate, ate a little bit of that, and then we 
meandered down the coal camp, and it was kind of a really, it had, it had rained, and it was kind of a humid, foggy night, and Rodney was taking pictures, and I was videoing, and this little girl was running out there, uh, unhooking, and of course, you know, Austin is a good friend, and kind of a fun guy to be around. He came over there, and of course, he was being Austin, and I was like, who's that girl? And he said, that's Laura. She does this for Missouri State. I'm like, okay. So, after pulls over, me and Rodney, you know, talked to her and visited with her. I was like, you ever want to do this at the Winter Nationals? We'd, we'd love to have you. And then we talked to her. I think she came to a couple of our pulls uh, during that summer. And, um, and then she was, um, she's been a mainstay ever since. And, uh, and it's, she just brings a whole another energy to the, to the group and fun. And, you know, it doesn't matter how beat up she is. She's, Still comes, you know, she's gonna be a robot eventually. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, she's been a great asset. That's where that's where I met her, and um, we've been pretty much. She works the majority of my summer events as well. Um, she also can flag. She's also a pretty good tech girl, so she can do a lot of things at, at, at an event for us. And uh, Laura's universal. Very universal. And God help you if you don't pass tech when she's teching. You yeah, get a tongue lashing for it. Everybody in the pit area is lucky that she doesn't tech during the Midwest International because she'll <laughs> set you straight. <laughs> if she can throw a 76-pound hitch over a buckboard, what will she do to you when you don't hew uh, to the tech rules? Yeah, if you bitch about water and fuel. Yeah, well, your nuts are not my safe. Crew, my crew doesn't <laughs> My crew during the summer has more uh, nice ladies that work for me than I got dudes. So um, they have a little thing they call themselves. We're not going to say it here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's from. Uh, we appreciate that, Quinn. Yeah, please yeah. don't. And uh, uh, but yeah, these girls keep me looking good. And Mamie reminds me every weekend. She goes, "We make you look good." And I was like, "Yes, you do. Thank you so much." And thanks to Amy for keeping us fed. Her and my wife, yes. they fed us all weekend. Mm -hmm. It's so they nice did. to have something to eat whenever you get back to the war room. That that makes my life because I'm fat and I like to eat. <laughs> I can't appreciate them enough, you know. Hundred percent, and and the clear head too. Like when it when it comes to the chaos that that we get into in the bullpen and. You know, fundraising and doing, going, still conducting a pull amidst all that chaos, and it all gets kept straight. Um, without Amy Joe, it wouldn't happen. Oh, Amy is Amy and I worked together for two years before we realized we were actually related, and we hit it off. And we were, I mean, she keeps us, she's the secretary that everyone has. Um, she's amazing. So, and of course, we love Brooke because Brooke has to put up with Tucker, which is a full time job. She's so, well taken care of. She is. So, you see what we, you seen what we did last night. Oh, by the Lord. I had a little bit of a chest cold, and I asked her if she wanted to go get a, go out for supper and get a steak and kind of relax a little bit. And then we picked up Caleb. So I got rid of my cold last night with Caleb and Travis uh, Coons. We had an enjoyable evening. We need oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed, you're, I'm amazed you guys, your liver is functional. 
Check-ins and Mike came on. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Is he going to get that Light Pro out this year? Yes, sir. Oh, I can't wait to see that thing. Yes, sir. Oh. We're getting we got all the hard parts right now. It's ready to, it's, it's ready to go to... Then it and then the paint and then OBs for the power. So nice. Make everything's lining up finally. Three years finally. We're gonna we're gonna be some really cool tractors out west. Gonna watch. And we're gonna right out of the box. You know, first week of June. Or first two weeks of June. Uh huh. I saw pictures of one of, uh, on pictures of one of them today. Ooh, that's gonna be yeah. sharp. Yeah, we're gonna have some nice tractors. It's, yeah. a, it, it's, it's the first day of a new era of life rope pulling. <laughs> mm -hmm. Stuck in Schneider, what are you doing? Uh, what he, are you he working got, on? He, no, he got bored. Well, He's like, I'm working on, 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 on you know, next Well, week. I know. I, I want you to show off what you're working on for a minute. Well, you might not like it if I show it off, but I'll show it off anyway. So this is what we got going on right now. Yeah. Nice. How about that? It'll only be cool if it really shoots fire. Well, I, I don't think we can do that. Yes, you can. <laughs> Figure it out. Copper, some little copper pipe, and you know. <laughs> oh, dude. This uh, this little project here uh, is kind of a three or four of us went together and did it. So, uh, you know, Sydney Sylvester does the sixty-four scales. Yeah. He drew up all the parts for this one, and me and Chuck and him are kind of doing a, a run of them. So. Sweet. I think, uh, I think we need to blow some minds. It's, it, we've been dancing around the subject. We, we've got some numbers. We need that guy in the top right corner to like have smoke come out of his ears. Hold on. Don't, we can't do this yet. We can't do this yet because I just sent Amy the link. She's going to hop on for this, too. Oh, so okay. he, he, he doesn't know how much we've raised? No. I have no, idea. <laughs> no. I have an idea. Sucks to yeah. suck. That's what she said. He knows the early returns. Is like, it's like participating in pre presidential election. He knows I the know. early returns, but he doesn't know the reality yet. The, the number that I know is from Saturday night at around 9.30. Yeah, that you can just... Yeah, you don't know that number. That, that number is wrong. This way, Adam. I had a no, number no, no, no. And that's what Charles texted me because I went to sleep because I had to get yeah. up and plow was, at 3 in the morning. To, I was trying to wake you the fuck up so we could figure out who was sending the <laughs> Right. Turned out like that's not hey. even close. <laughs> so, Adam, I had a number kind of in mind that I thought just by following along on the live stream and it blew that out of the water, so... Yeah. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Good stuff. You know, you could have gotten the number had you read the article that I posted on Interesting Iron. That's the only plug I'm going to yeah. give, but... He's been blading snow. By the way... Dude, I've been plowing snow since Sunday. My ass is beat, and i got to get up at 3 in the morning and go back out tomorrow. Shoot some big red gum and subscribe to Tractor Zoom or fuck you. That's right. Ricky Do you Bobby. not have internet in that tractor? Does your phone? I no. That I've gotten Snapchats from you in that tractor while you're plowing yeah. snow and moving snow. It yep. works. You have no excuse. You should have read the article. That's all I'm saying. 
Does there's the tracker have auto scan, Adam? There's AI that will read it to you. AI will read it to you. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, auto steer right into a pole, Justin. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's <buddy>. right. Wrong <laughs> turn. Wrong turn. Huh? Here she is, Amy Joe. You're muted. Amy Joe. Hey, I'm in a. How are I'm you? in a, I'm great. I'm in an Uber in Salt Lake City. An Uber. <laughs> that that Hello, Uber driver. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna mute everybody. We gotta hear some stories. You're in an Uber in Salt Lake City. I'm in an Uber in Salt Lake City at the American Farm Bureau's annual meeting, getting ready to go to dinner. Prove it. Oh, I can show you my friends. I don't know if you can see them. Do we have a light? See? There's my friends. Yeah, there they are. Pretty legit. Hi, yeah. Farm Bureau people. Hi, Farm Bureau people, they say. Amy. Oh, my Lord. Yes, sir. You guys having the innovation challenge this weekend, too? Did we have what? Do you have isn't the innovation challenge this weekend too? Yes, the innovation challenge will be some point in time. Um, I think it's is it Saturday, Monday. I don't know. I don't have my schedule with me. Sorry, it's time what for dinner, the, people. I need to eat. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, she. We, we've we've intercepted Amy Joe hangry. Yes, yes this should I'm be borderline fun. Borderline hangry. Yes, borderline hangry. So. All right. Anyway. Well, let's. Well, we wanted to bring you on because now is, is about the time when we uh, release the official number, and then Chuckles over here just decided to bail. Um, oh, seriously? Yeah. I, I don't, oh, hey, look, there he is, hey, Mr. Mohawk himself. Hey, by the way, that That's looks awesome. really good on you, Charles. Olivia did a killer job on that. She did a great hey, job on my uh, Fu Manchu, too. It's it stands till Saturday. I'm gonna keep it. Uh, I will be going to Trevor's funeral, and then after that, it's gone because I started a new job. <laughs> so you're gonna go bald or with a wig? Uh, I'm gonna go bald, and then we're just gonna wig. You know, Definitely wig. Wig. That'd be yeah. so badass. You need to come on have some long wig on. What about a toupee? You need the Joe Dirt wig. It's going to be Beastie Boys sabotage style. Just think of the first impressions that you would make on your new employer, Charles. Think of walking in with a Joe Dirt wig on. Oh, that'd be hilarious. He's actually he's actually really cool. We already met, and he's totally awesome with me going racing. So he would get all of this if I walked in with a straight up like spiked up mohawk. That's really That's not an issue. Cool. It's just it's just it's just me and his other staff like creating a uh, proper vibe because uh, I really don't want them to be like, <laughs> what a fucking clown. <laughs> when okay, when is a Scotty Cannon vibe the wrong vibe? Never. Just saying. Never. Well, you got the mohawk for it, so. All right, big reveal. All right. Carl, what, what did we raise? And there is actually one more person that we really should throw under the bus because technically he owes us something. But give us the number, Charles. Uh, oh, shit. I thought you had it. <laughs> is it in the text do. message? I do. You want to hear it? Yeah, you, yeah. you got it. All hey, things, uh, everything, everything piled up together in the same big bucket of money. We raised thirty-two thousand six hundred and sixty dollars. And wait, I think Charles 
Charles, did you say? Did you tell me you had one more donation because that would put us at like thirty-two nine sixty or something? I got a thing that I'm working on. Okay. This. This okay. was oh. presented to me by Olivia uh, Saturday night, and when she gave it to me, she wanted us to live auction it, and I really wanted to do it, but we had two semis left. We were done. I was never going to pull everything together to make that happen in time on Saturday night. It just wasn't. Yeah, we were losing the crowd. It wasn't the right time. We were going to lose the crowd. I got some ideas for this, and it potentially is going to start actually with me, but uh, stay tuned for that. And that's actually why I'm curious about sunset clauses on our window for donation, because what I have planned for this will continue through the entire summer. Um, so stay tuned for that. Can you wrap it by August? Uh, I would think, yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. Wrap it by August 1st. Okay. Oh, yeah, stay tuned for this. We won't do it tonight, but uh, there's going to be something that's going to go with this hat. Uh, it will never go on my head, but I'm gonna, I'm going to present a challenge, perhaps where if I can figure this out and make it make sense, where you steal it from me, but then I get an opportunity to steal it back. Crowl, you're the best, man. Read that comment, y'all. He's going to hold up his end of the bargain. Oh, are you really? Dude, Richard, you are such a stud. Uh, Richard, what are you? Get a hold of me because I want to find out what you're doing this Saturday. Uh, You can be at uh, Trevor's deal. Um, Let's get together and, like, maybe we can do something there. If you can. I know you're you're busy. I know you got a lot going on with your kids. I get it. Like, I get it. But if we can do something, uh, let's try to put something together Saturday. Okay, Richard, let's get a hold of it. What a class act. Yeah, that's that's serious class act stuff. That's that's what's cool about the sport, you guys. I mean, we know it. For those who don't know, 10,000 was this Mohawk. 20 was his Fu Manchu. And 30 was... Richard's beard, which has not been shaved in 20 years, and so I mean, we got there, and he's willing to do it, and that's sweet. Uh, and he's such a if you know Richard, if you're a puller with IPL, you already know this. You already know this, Richard. Crowley We're not telling you anything new, such a freaking stud. He's a freaking stud, great guy, and a great friend. I, I wouldn't have really had my friendship with him were it not for Clint in this event. Um, that's what I'm saying. Really Clint brought that. all of us together, so thanks. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. That's, that's the power of him. That's the power of Clint. It, it really is. It really is. Good thing he drinks a lot of beer with his friends to come up with that idea back then. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> a dream team for sure. Fun. It started out with a bunch of weed super farms. That's how it all started. <laughs> hey, they deserve a place to play, too. Yes, they do. And I dare say some of them have gotten uh, a fair bit stronger. Yeah, Lots of them have. 
we had. I, I will say this, Clint. I watched the live stream the whole weekend, and it was badass. Y'all or you know, it was perfect for the money that that cost. No brainer. If you're staying at home, that is just it's phenomenal. Zolik murders. Zolik absolutely murders the live stream. Yeah, mm -hmm. I even messaged him and told him, and I'm like, dude, you're killing it. Keep it up. Well, you guys don't see him, but I, I can take your shit to your watch parties. And like, it looked like there were 300 people in his head. They're all on their, their bottles. Missouri, I got him from, I, I, I got one from North Carolina, um, yeah, it's just good people watching our event, and um, just can't thank all, I can't thank people enough to support in the live stream, that that helps us make every, make the ends meet, and uh, now that we actually have our own, our own uh, equipment, and the best guys in the world that do it, uh, it works out perfect. Clint, any idea how many people were watching the live stream this weekend? I, I mean, I heard comments about, you know, 15 uh, states, was, 20 states, yada, yada, yada. But, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it was it was, it was it was over 20 states a lot of times in three countries. And, mm. and um, it that's kind of a moving target. But, yeah, it's pretty amazing. And the guys in Holland that text me all the time. I was like, well, we're going to watch the we're going to watch the afternoon session, then we're going to crash, and we'll wake up in the morning, and we'll watch the evening session on replay. <laughs> so, they, uh, cool. good guys, and, and I, I tell them every year I need to talk to Joe Bush a little bit, and, and my goal in the next two years is to float a couple of tracks over here and, and let them compete. See it, see if somehow somebody can be a part of the other two yeah, I feel like it's time we get some uh, some of those European tractors back here. They were a lot of fun when we had them, uh, I don't know, what was it, 2017? Yeah, 18? 18. I'm, 18. I'm, actually wearing, I'm actually wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah. there that would, would come over if we, could, if we could blaze a path for them. And, and Joe works a lot with those guys over there and, and um, so I think Joe and I visit that here in the winter and see if we can't get something in motion. That'd be cool. I actually have to, I, I actually have some sponsored people that have talked to me about doing it. So we I think use the opportunity and get get some of those guys over here. Hey Justin, uh, I want I, something I wanted you to hear about is who the the raffle winner was uh, for this year. Um, it was it was Mr. Wayne Kruger from Avon, Indiana. Um, he has never missed a Midwest Winter Nationals. It it was always his gift to himself to buy tickets because close to his birthday to be at it. And he's a, a Vietnam veteran. He's a cancer survivor, so now we got that tie-in as well. And on top of that, he's a guy who pays it forward. Uh, and, and, and Ryan found this out about him. He's a guy who 
helps disabled veterans get into the woods and go hunting. However he can do it, he helps them out with that. And when knowing all of that and that Ryan Anderson's daughter, whose name is Faith, drew the ticket, like if you don't see how God is moving people into people's place, I, I, I got nothing for you. Like that's, that. that's what's mm-hmm. going on here. That's what's going on here. That's the power of what we're doing and, and the positivity of what we're trying to accomplish when all of those things come together and, and happen like that. That's so special. It, it just like, I get, I get moved to tears. Yeah. I, no meeting him on that night Saturday and then just getting to know more and more and more about him behind the scenes. Like uh, who else could have this tractor? There's nobody. Yep. Amy, Joe, you got to bail. Go ahead and bail. Thank you for giving us a few minutes. We really appreciate it. We can't hear the words that are coming out of your mouth, but we can all wave, but we can all wave and smile. But that's happened more than once, Charles. Like, it's crazy. Like, last year, the winner, you know, he was a Shriner's child. Like, he went to the mm-hmm. – the, remember, he said that he would, he had to go to the hospital when he was a kid for something. And, yeah. you know, it was the it was a Shriner's hospital they went to. And it's just – yeah, it's very touching, you know. And yeah. like I made on your comment earlier, Ryan, you know, there's been a lot of good memories and tears shed in that old horse barn where we used to have it. Yep. You're right. So every year it's something different, but it's still touching and – you know, God Almighty's looking over every one of us to make this happen. So the one that got me, the one that got me the most, it was it was personal because I knew Adam Beal so well. But that one, his dad came up and hugged me, and it still gets to me because it was. Yep. I mean, it was absolutely moving. You know, because I mean, they was loyal to us, and they come every year. They look forward to it. I mean, Justin, you made a hell of a tractor. You know, it was. It, it was just moving is what it was. And I mean, the, yeah. the, his dad was just so emotional over all that, you know, cause it's, it's hard to, to take that compassion that you get from others and that help. Cause you know, we're all pretty stubborn, hard headed, you know, people that just want to do it on our own and we don't want no help. And we're proud that way that it's just the way we are, you know, and when somebody kicks in that, like we do to try to help, you know, they really, you know, it just really touches them and it's, it touches them in a way that unlike anything else. So, and it's what drives us every year to continue to do this because um, it's what we do and it's who we are and we have a heart and we have a passion. We have pride in what we do. And, you know, Justin does a hell of a job of representing that pride care and, and passion for building an awesome toy every year, you know? Yeah. And, uh, well, and every one of us wants it to be more than just a tractor pull, you know? Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. There's yeah. more to our lives than that. And this is yep. one way that we can showcase that. Yep. 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 One way to give thanks because we're all very blessed each and every day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. Several of my show opens uh, throughout the weekend and, and my in the driver's meeting as well was – about the idea that like this, this, when we get together, we're seeing each other on our best day, right? We're, we're, this is where we want to be doing what we want to do. We're, we're our happiest we could ever be 
and participating and doing something like this. Yep. And that's not, that's awesome. And we're really good about showing an affection for one another in those environments and, and, and showing that we really care about one another. And it, it informs what we do in the charity and the fundraising for something like this. What I really want to do though, though, is get that to go back home. Yes. We do, we do this here, but get it to go back home where it's your family and your friends and un- make them understand also what this means to you and how important it is um, and get that support when you go back home. It, it's cool that we got this as our thing, but if we're going to really grow it, we've got to take it back home and then blow it out um, and there too. Uh, that's that's where it's really going to happen. Yep. And I remember that. I remember that monologue. Laura's Laura's talking, and I she's muted. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. <laughs> Go ahead. She's still muted. Oh, she's still muted. Hold on. All right. Uh, try now. Jesse, 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 one, two, three, <laughs> three. Sorry. <laughs> we can hear you now. Hey. Might have been the words are coming out of your mouth. Can you hear the words are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> All I hear Man, is blah, blah, blah. understand the words coming out of your mouth. So before, when I was packing last weekend before I left, um, I was, so I'm a St. Jude's donor. I have been since I was 17, I think. And my nephew, I was logged into my St. Jude's account and my nephew was like, hey, he goes, what are you doing? And I told him and I was reading one of my patient profiles because I get one every month. And he goes, well, why do you do that? And so that got into talking about Shipshawana and talking about Trevor and stuff like that. And kind of like Mater did, Gage went to the gun safe and got out his wallet and handed me a $20 bill. And he goes, well, Aunt Laura, do you think this will help? And I cried sticking that in my pocket. And I was like, Bobby, you don't have to do that. Cause it was his birthday money that he gave me. And he goes, I don't have to, but I want to. And, and, you know, you guys were talking about going beyond the pool. And I feel like, especially for me, I just touched another person. And yeah, that person's only nine years old, but now he knows what we do and why we do it. And you want to take your heart out and just, cry for a little bit i mean i was bawling you guys and you guys don't see me cry so uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> you can let that little guy know that that twenty dollars turned into four hundred and sixty dollars yep. yep. yeah. uh yeah. adam what can you can you speak to that and explain how that math works please so uh pretty much what happens with uh, with Roswell Park, um, you know, all the donations and all that, um, it all, I don't, we need to get somebody on here to even explain a little bit more, but, um, in past years, uh, they got like $13 in, uh, federal funding and grant money on, uh, 
the past year it was up to twenty three dollars per every dollar raised that they got for that. So um, and that twenty dollars turns into four hundred and sixty. That, that, that's absolutely amazing. Awesome. So, based on that flyer that we did, seven hundred fifty thousand. That's that's awesome. Three quarters of a million dollars. Wow. Yeah, that's not only is that life changing money. That's potential for cancer patients. That's potentially life saving money. Yeah, you got it. And yeah, that's for cancer research. But cancer research branches out into so many other things and they feed off of that research for other things too you know autoimmune diseases and stuff like that yep. um, yes you know we talked you know ryan and his cancer you know stuff like that um i have a bleeding disorder that is based off of cancer research and it all is connected in some way or another with how they spend that and where that research goes yep so it, you may not have cancer, but you're being affected by the research of it. I didn't so. know that about you. So that's another. Oh, reason. Laura has so many freaking layers. It's not even funny, Charles. Oh, dude, she, she's, she's an onion. She, she's an onion that never stops peeling. She's an onion, hundred percent. Yeah. We could just yeah. call her Vidalia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's another day, guys. I mean, it, it's no big deal, you know. Yeah, but some night in the war room when we've all had too much to drink, we're gonna get Flea to lead us in Sammy Kershaw's Vidalia, and we're gonna we're gonna serenade you at some point. Yeah, we'll do that. I'll yeah. Do that. Yep. Now, you know, Charles, when you got me to talk, or when you when you started to hand me the mic um, as a, to speak as a cancer survivor, I, I got a level with you guys. If there was, I am a cancer survivor. 2008, I had a tumor re removed from my arm that was the size of a baseball. Um, I still have the photo. I saved it. Um, and it looks gross, and I won't show you. Um, but you we pulled a tumor. Super, we we, we pulled a tumor. What? And you were super humble about it. You downplay it. Dude, it's the mo it was the most nuisance cancer that any human could possibly get. It was like the the name of the cancer is dermatofibrosarcoma, which is roughly no. translated to no 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 you hush hush. It's roughly <laughs> translated to rock grows under skin. Remove rock, cancer dies. That is, Wait, I mean, that is one hundred percent how it works. Are you done? Yeah, I'm finished how, for now. How fucking I will have a rebuttal. You, how fucking scared were you and care when it came down? Like that was legit, dude. Um, honestly, no. We uh, we had a doctor. We had doctors, or I had doctors that shot straight with me, and they said, "Look, this is." I mean, one of them told me, "If this, if you're going to get cancer, this is the freaking cancer to get because we can deal. Thing. We can deal with that because it doesn't like it's. I mean, it." There have been like maybe 200, 250 cases of the cases of this worldwide since like 1960. Like this is a it was a super rare cancer, 
and it barely deserves to be called one. Um, and I just didn't feel right taking the mic and saying, yeah, I'm a cancer survivor. Because you know what? I had two surgeries. One of them where a doctor pried this thing out of me and said, oh, shit, this is huge under his breath. Um, someone could interject that that's what she said, comment, whatever. Um, and uh, I'm glad somebody saw the humor there. Trying um, to be serious. I, I understand, but you know I deal with serious things. I deal with serious things using humor, and you guys know that. Um, But it was two surgeries and like two and a half, three months of chemo, or uh, not chemo, of uh, radiation. Radiation. Um, Because the the cancer that I had, it literally does not respond to chemo. They tried it. And so they're like, okay, so we got two options. We cut out what we can, and we radiate the hell out of what we can. And um, so they went in and they, you know, I had the first surgery where they took out the tumor. They actually thought it was going to be a fat deposit, you know, just like a, you know, a, a knot on your on your arm or whatever. Turns out it wasn't. And uh, so we got, we went to um, Des Moines Mercy, um, had this little Jewish doctor on loan from Johns Hopkins. And he said, yeah, we're going to need to cut you back open. Clear your calendar for whatever day, some like December 4th or whatever. And they knocked me out and they cut me open. And um, I remember Kara told me that while I was in recovery and coming out of anesthesia, she met with a doctor and he's like, Kara, I don't know if we got it all. We may have to go back in. Because they basically, they, they took my arm and they the first surgery cut like this and they popped that the, the tumor out. The second surgery went like this and then cut it open. So it was like a big cross. So they opened me and my arm up and the doctor said, I don't know if we got clear margins. He's like, I'll let the lab, you know, you know, let the lab prove me right or wrong. But he's like, I don't know if we did. You probably better prepare for another surgery in like March. And uh, I remember we had the, we had the, uh, follow-up appointment on december 31st um like two o'clock in the afternoon and kara tells me all this on the way to the appointment i'm like really this wasn't something that you felt like i had to know prior she's like well i didn't want to ruin the holidays okay so be it all right and uh i walk into the you know we're in the room and this doctor walks in and he's he's grunting like a peacock he's like well what do you know? I've been ro- I've been wrong twice in my life. The second time was you. You got clear margins. Congratulations. And uh, you know, then he told me he told me that uh, he said if I were you, I would go and see uh, a radiologist. He said I made an appointment for you. You can cancel it if you don't want to go. He said I that's a personal decision you got to make. And uh, so I said, well, hell, you made the appointment. I'll go. Yeah, I want to. I, I don't want to do this again. And um, so I talked to the radiologist and, you know, he was about my dad's age or he is about my dad's age. And so after he went through his spiel and I said, all right, doc, I said, I'm going to ask you a question that you're not supposed to answer, but I'm asking you anyway. 
if I was your son, what would you tell me to do? He said, if you were my son, you'd have already been strapped to that table. You wouldn't have had a choice. All right, sign me up. Let's go. And that's what we did. And we did, like, I think it was six weeks, maybe eight weeks of, of radiation. I went five days a week. You know, there's a there's a hospital that does it that's uh, five minutes down the road. I went, I went there in the morning, and uh, they shot my arm with radiation in two spots. And uh, at the end of it, they said, all right, you're healed. And I said, yeah, we'll see about that. And in six months, we came back, and uh, they did scans on me and all that. And the radiologist said, hey, we're good. That's the last I've seen of it. Thank the Lord. God is good. So, so I had, I mean, when I say that I had a nuisance of cancer, that is exactly what it was. It really didn't, aside from being more tired than average when I was on the radiation, that was it. That was the only impact it had to my life. I could still go to work. I could still do what I did. And, you know, I got off so damn easy. There's so many people who, who, have dealt with so much more. Adam, you're one of them, you know? And that's why I don't, that, I mean, that's why I don't talk about it much because I know there's so many people that got, that, that have it so much harder than me. Um, you know, I got off real easy and I'm, I'm very, very thankful for it. And I, I just hope and pray that I'm living in the good of that. So, but, but yeah, way that's why at, that's why I turned down the mic, Car uh, Charles. Yep. But Ryan, another way to look at that though is, is your positivity about the situation could help influence somebody else's positivity in their situation. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I I, I see your point for attention or nothing. But you, no, you I'm uh, no, I'm not. You know, but although I'm not going to lie, I can if I do this with my arm, you can put a golf ball on it and it will sit there still and balance. We have not tried. You know, we have not tried to shank it with a nine iron, but there's still we probably could. And I've got <laughs> I've got a nephew who would jump at the opportunity, and he's a scratch golfer, so I think I could. Oh, fuck that! I'm not. I don't trust him at all. <laughs> I will end up with a broken arm out of that, and it will be. A, and it will not be a funny Johnny Knoxville kind of video. So we've, anyway. we've, had that, we've had that conversation in the past and, and about your attitude about it. And, and you're right. And, and Justin called you on the carpet about it the same way that I want to. And, and, you know, you've said the same to me and, you know, okay, fine. It was something that was easy and survivable for you, but that doesn't mean it isn't for somebody else. It isn't relatable. Um, yeah. You have an understanding and an empathy of fear of what's going to go on that a lot of people don't and you can relate to people <laughs> in ways that others can't so robert i'm not laughing at your comment i'm laughing at the one right under it hello boy you're a dick and i love you for it <laughs> <laughs> did you did you start a new hobby ryan no no Corey's giving me a crap because he saw the picture that I posted on Twitter. Well, he yeah, said, that guy to... looks like a guy who goes to an auction and only buys a half a trailer full of cattle. <laughs> buys them onesie, twosie, one by one. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't 
watch and listen to the Farm for Profit podcast. Corey Hillebo is one of the Farm for Profit guys, and, and I love that man to death. Um, good, good friend, beer drinking, whiskey drinking buddy. Um, and dude, we got to talk uh, before I forget because I forgot when we were on the phone tonight. We got to talk Louisville, man. Give me a call. Uh, give me a call sometime. Hey, you know, speaking of that, you look like you'd make a good bull hauler with your, you know. Yeah, he'd be big super trucky. Yeah, you? Nice super truck. Come on back. Dude, I, I, I don't have a, I don't have a CDL. I can't grind gears. Yeah, I can't jam matter. gears. You got a big you enough hook to hold it to the floor. That's all that matters. <laughs> I, I really want to. I want to really. I need to know what his bull hauler name is going to be. You know, like most guys have a CB handle. I want to know what his is going to be at this point. Well, we're just calling Duct Tape Joe. He's that that big guy. I, I wondered when you were going to see that. Well, I've seen it. I just didn't want to be. Rude. I figured there was. I figured I'd see a reaction out of you. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of. I was kind of hoping I'd hear the rundown on that. Well, that was so. Clint in the drivers' meeting. Uh, I think it was Friday morning. He, he for for all day Friday. Come in here and, and you know it's just like people's going to Clint for asking questions of the pit. And he said, "This is Joe. This is Joe Hurd. He runs the pits." Ask Joe. There's only one Joe. There's none of this. <laughs> Well, this Joe said, or that Joe said, well, that got all these assholes fired up. And I'm talking 14 assholes got all fired up and they put a piece of duct tape and just wrote it with a pen, Joe. <laughs> yep. And it was funny as hell. And I actually wasn't one of them. You no, know, and I, I walked didn't. up there and everybody kept walking up to me like this. You know, I was like, hey, you know, I was like, <laughs> I was like so you're Joe. Sweet. I said, some of my responsibilities drop. You go over and move all that shit over there, and we're going to be in good shape. We need to get uh, you a bat that says, hi, my name's Joe. Yeah. So <laughs> he's doing. It was hilarious. Just, oh, we're just going to get you a blank hat, and we're just going to get you a strip of duct tape, and we're going to write it on it. <laughs> are, you, are you? And it's so funny, because guys that don't know me, it's like, are you Joe? <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> Look, he's got the name tag. So what you need to do Ask is just him. start saying, "No, my name's not Joe. I don't know who Joe is." And, no. and, and that poor mini Rob Puller. I mean, I never laughed so hard in my life. God bless him. I can't remember his name. Sorry, I can't remember everybody. But Clint no more than said that in the driver's meeting and said, "You know, if there's any questions that has to do with anything to this piss, you ask Joe. Do not ask me. I'm going to tell you to talk to Joe. Talk to Joe." And I am not kidding you. We no more than say that. Guys, good luck today. Thank you. Be safe. Be careful. Hope we have a good show. Good pull. Be safe. And this guy's next breath. Hey, Clint, can we, when are we exactly going to go up to scales? And when are we going to ask Joe? I just told you. Ask Joe. <laughs> ask Joe. Well, I'm not making fun of you. It just is what it is. But I didn't, make, I didn't make it easy. Some dipshit wore shit-ass pants that night. So. Dude, can we talk about the pants? Tell people what's going on with the pants. That, that yeah. was that was the Joe day I, that I wore the damn tartan pants. So that that mm -hmm. probably screwed things up. I'm hey not guys, gonna lie. I'm gonna, I thought I'm they gonna, were kind of cool. I'm gonna get off of here, but uh, thank you for everything. Uh, God bless each and every one of you, Laura. I hope your hand heals heals up good. Good luck with that. Yeah. Thanks, Justin. Thanks. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. No, Justin, Justin what are you doing it without you, man? Thanks. Well. I'll right. try to be out there next year. So we'll see. Me too. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, if we need to come hold your hand, we will. Well, we might need to come light a fire under my ass or something, too. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, we're, 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 screw you. We're just going to talk to Julie and light a fire under her ass. Yeah. 
We know how to make you move. Yeah, that's right. right. So. Nitro, nitro piston candle. I'll light this bitch on there. You go. Here we you go. might actually like that'll that. burn hot. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Take care. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Give Julie our love. We'll do. So I'm in I'm in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, in a in a motel. So corporate training, and we was at the restaurant on the hilltop restaurant, where the hell it is. And anyway, I was coming down, and I seen my. They seen my hoodie and was like, you into tractor pulling? I was like, oh, no. maybe just a little bit. I no, I just I, I'm a big tractor pulling fan. Said he's got to putting on a tractor pulling. So where's that at? I'm telling him all about it and everything. He said I was getting ready to go do a podcast. And they he gave me such a wonderful compliment. And they said, Well, it seems like you got the voice for radio. And I said, Yeah, I have the face to go along with it. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Joe. Yeah, I was like, Yeah, okay. Wow, that was, man. Yeah, that was real neat. You, you took it better than I would have. I just laugh. That's what he can do. Just laugh at it. Are you about home, Laura? Holy shit, how far do you got to drive home? Right? 40 minutes. Jeez. Yeah, it used to be 15. Yeah. It's but, better to drive 40 than it is with 15, but anyway. Yeah. I'm following a state truck right now because there's snow blowing across the highway. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So. I'm, I, can, I can hear your frame corroding from here. Yes. <laughs> is that what all that background noise is? <laughs> that's the Corrosionator 9000 at work. If anyone could get a ticket right now, it would be me because I'm driving with um, Carl and holding the phone with the good hand. So. <laughs> what are you driving with your freaking knees? What's the matter with you? No, Carl's got the wheel. Carl's doing it. Carl's got oh. it. Carl it's, takes it's, the wheel. It's, yeah. it's no different than having a Carl with a K. Carl, it's, no different than having a spinner knob on the wheel. I'm just saying. Yeah, you just stick your right. fingers yeah. in there and spin it right around. Holy oh, Lauren's got one of those too. In here. So I'm about. 10 Are you sure you're not following time. Cody? No, I'm not what? following Cody. So. I've crisscrossed this damn city I don't know how many times already. So just like come and go. I'm, I'm here for the one liners, and that's about it. We won't say what city. Yeah. Uh, that's a hilarious idea right there. We that should pitch that to Justin. Yeah. <laughs> like here. Insert douche here. <laughs> we could do that. And the year after, we could do we could do JR's 4455. Oh, I got a picture for everybody. So oh, boy. Guys, them guys stayed up there all day. They stayed up there Sunday, and I get it. I I drove a truck for. I'm not saying them guys couldn't do it. They just chose not to. They didn't want to drive home in the snow and all the crap. Right. So if I can get this up there, I took this Ooh. picture out before I got to Effingham. Ew. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I called Jr. And I said, "Sorry, buddy. Same picture." I said, "Your tractor is just a little bit white." So right. I'll kind of encourage you to get it uh, sanded down and painted now because it's going to rust at a pretty rapid rate with all that shit over. Uh, it was, was kind of like with Clint. We left there. By the time I got back and got loaded and got everything chained down Sunday morning, it was about, I don't know, it was about noon our time or so that I left. And the roads is, well, like Laura said, the roads was pretty shitty heading west. Wasn't terrible. It was snowpack. What well, sucked, it was snowpack and then it was wet. And then there was no mist coming off your tires, so you just run on black ice. 
and mm-hmm. then it would go to dry, then it would go to snowpack. Just been where the wind was crossing the road. And then whenever we got there and I had went south on 31, yeah, you got probably about 65, 70 miles south of there, and it was Katie bar the door then. Then it was just salty, salty, salty roads. But that first hour and a half, yeah, that's where all <laughs> that's where all that stuff got on poor JR's tractor and and Reekman's tractor too. So yeah. Adam, how, Adam, Adam, you you are one guy who can put us all in our place. How many inches of snow have you blasted out of out of the way this in the I mean, last eighteen days? I think they've said uh, right around fifty inches just this week. Wow! And then just to the north of the stadium, which I'm only two miles from where the Bills play, but. Um, I mean, there was like three feet just overnight. Oof. I mean, I sent you guys the one photo of the snowblower. Yes. yes. Yep. I mean, uh, the blower is 40 nothing. inches tall, and it was over that. It's just insane. Um, and it's just been every damn night, and it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. It's that... Uh, so South Buffalo is 55 and a half this week. Plus Seneca, which is about 10 miles north, 74.8 inches just this week since. Good Lord. Yeah, Orchard Park, which is where I live, is 46 and a half. So yeah, it's, it's that damn lake effect. I mean, it just, you never know where it's going to friggin' go, and it just sits on you. It's. It, at one point, it was dumping three to five inches an hour. Oh, it, it's just crazy. You can't see yeah. across the you can't see across the street. You know. I won't complain about our six inches that we've got there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, Cody and I'll shut up too. <laughs> We're so used to it, but it's like, man, just stop already. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing, Adam, to sit there and watch him guys dig out the. The stadium there in Buffalo. Oh. Oh. That was nuts, man. We, we and every time the they scored a touchdown, it threw snow up in the air. I was like, that's awesome. So we got to the stadium, and I'm in the upper deck, about eight eight rows up. And they just, a couple rows down below, they got. But everything else was just, it looked like a ski slope. I mean, it was just solid snow. And no, as yeah. people got there, they just brushed it off and brushed it down. And I mean, by the time we got done, like my knees were up against my chest, like the whole friggin' game, because all that snow went right where your legs would go. And yeah. it was probably 10 inches of just compacted snow, you know? I'm like, so now I got to go through all that crap again this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Adam, go Chiefs. Oh, Bills. Oh, I got to <laughs> talk to Bryce Terry, too. I gotta, I gotta send him a friendly text. <laughs> As you Surprise, should. He hasn't texted me yet. As you he should. He usually does. Uh, That's gonna be a heck of a game on Sunday for sure. Yes, it is. But yes, you're it in will. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Also, um, it is official. Adam Wilson woke up and freaking chose violence today. <laughs> Love it. Joe, 
Joe, I was going to ask, did you have a little Yaris driving 30 miles an hour in the left lane with his hazards on to you on the way home? What's that? I was going to ask, Joe, if you had a a little Yaris in the left lane with your hazards on going 30 miles an hour. That was a Volkswagen. Relax. (laughs) It was. It was a Volkswagen Tiguan. Kara used to have one. Yeah, Adam, uh... It's funny about that, you know, you guys had three inches of snow and all the Chevys are still stuck, but at least the Chevy started to get stuck. No! Dang! Expect a response. He's got one, I guarantee it. (laughs) It's cold. We're going back into the deep freeze tomorrow. I think the high is supposed to be like five degrees tomorrow in in Des Moines. Maybe four. I mean, it's supposed to get cold here, and then it's we're going to be in the 40s next week, I guess, too. So I knew I was getting close to home. Wow, that's a wiener. <laughs> that's a wiener. That's a big what wiener. What are you doing? I wonder if it's got a hit. I wonder if we could put a three-point on that. <laughs> well, we could get you that, and you can haul, you can haul tractors in. Just a V-plow. And a v- wiener with a V-plow. Yeah. <laughs> right down the road. You're a fabricator. You can make it happen, buddy. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, oh, yeah. what? That's, that's the best he's got, man. I'll tell you. Um, one person, two people that uh, haven't gotten an appropriate shout out tonight. I know they don't want credit, but too damn bad. It's our show. We're going to talk about who we want to talk about. Ben and Karen, uh, Hold House. They went by, they had a donation booth or or a donation bucket, uh, and they put it at uh, the Beer Money uh, merch trailer um, with a handful of little yellow pins like um, Charles, show off the one that's under your hoodie. Um, That one right there. Or, uh, damn it, I can't do this very well. That one right there. they had. They bought a bunch of those. Um, we all as staff wore them, uh, and then there were I don't know fifty or a hundred left over, and um, it was kind of a free will donation um, at the beer money uh, trailer. And Karen went and grabbed it on Saturday night, and uh, she and Ben went through the audience. They went. They started at you know the. Uh, the very the big end of the track and they went all the way around and um they just you know hey donation free will donation and holy crap did that it did that audience show up um i saw every denomination of bill that is currently produced today in that bucket because i helped count them um not only that we saw change we saw i mean and this bucket was so damn full, it wasn't even funny. I was so absolutely just gobsmacked by the generosity of the fans in the stands who just kept on giving. Um, it really blew my mind. There was there was a kid there who fished out kind of, a, you know, like a change purse, um, like a six, seven-year-old kid. Um, yeah. I th- well, I think, yeah. Was that who it was? It was Mater. Okay, he pulled it out and he dumped out every piece of uh, every piece of change in his in that coin purse that wasn't copper, 
and he holds it up to Karen. He says, is this enough? Mm-hmm. Tell you what, I was there to watch that. I damn near cried. Um, yep. The generosity of, of our polling fans. I, I bragged up the audience and, and the white, white smoking crew and said we've that we have a collective really big heart. We flexed it pretty hard this weekend, and I will stand by that till the day that I die. When a kid gives you every bit of his allowance, except for the pennies that he pulled out of the couch cushions, that's for real. So, yeah. if any of you were in the stands that night, and I know some of you were, um, thank you so much. And and we can't we can't complain or we can't leave out the guy who wants to come complain about the cold. Um, Jeff and the folks at Storelock, thank you so much. That was the nicest toolbox that you guys have ever donated. By far. And damn, I wanted it so bad, and and. Kara told me that she would kill me until I was dead if I bid on it, so I couldn't. Um, and but, and uh, shout out to the Psycho Excavation guys for uh, buying it and then donating it And then giving it back. Yeah. Absolutely. That was awesome. Here, you guys, here's a full view, a full view of Carl. So. Wow. Yep. Carl is remarkably bland compared Carl to your normal attire for your arm. For, I've decided Carl's going to have to get an up job tomorrow. I'm thinking some vet wrap and some pretty colors. Yes. So, because this is not me at all. So, so you know, Jeff and Stacy. Oh, go ahead, Laura. Sorry. No, you're good. I cut you off. I was just going to say, Jeff, we appreciate you, buddy. Yeah. And, Let's let's can we can we take a second to um, uh, acknowledge the fact that uh, Jeff and his crew at, at Storlock have figured out how to repurpose stuff. About half the people in the audience swear to God that that Storlock actually built something and have something in their product catalog called a beer caddy. They don't. Jeff is going to put it in the comments as to what it actually is. I don't remember. He told me. Um, but it's for like a tool and die shop. So it just it, happens. Yeah, it just happens to hold a solo cup perfectly. And twice now they've done this and they've sold these things. Um, and they've brought pretty good money. And this year they really upped the ante. And they said, you know what? A thousand bucks, you can have it. Not only that, we'll buy the first round to fill it. Adam, this thing actually held 60 solo cups of beer. You're kind of muted. It holds a... Uh, <laughs> I love the fact that you can read his lips as he says, am I? Oh, sorry. No, it, it's probably one of the, um, like a holder for like a Haas tool mm -hmm. tool adapter or something like that. That's exactly right. So, yeah, it's all, the, it's all your CNC dies that yep. uh, holds those. Yep. There we go. So they brought they've they've brought two of those in the past two years, and I'm proud of them for pivoting and realizing that well, some amount of research had to go into the into figuring out that that'll hold a solo cup. <laughs> Good for you, Jeffy. Proud of you. That's entrepreneurial spirit. 
And uh, he says, wait until next year. I'm, um, hmm. That's, uh, that may be interesting. If you have an 120, you know, cup holder, I, that might be excessive. Because then the only people you can really sell it to are the Jaspers. Did you and it'll see hold like post? three rounds. They needed one back. Put it on a motor. Yeah, that's what I heard. Too. Huh? Put it on a motorized scooter. Yeah, oh, man. The shenanigans in like it happens at Bowling Green. There you go. They're gonna they're gonna weld it to like a a, a, a Segway. Yeah. And then they're gonna try and find somebody brave enough to be like a Paul Blart beer cop. <laughs> Make a little wagon and put it on the back of a hitch of a rascal. We need to get uh, Cody super smart. We we need to get Cody involved with uh, the robotics of it. That that beer cart just goes from the Jasper side over, gets filled <laughs> up, just put some money there, and it comes back to him. Well, maybe we could just. I mean, can we steal? the part of the drivetrain for Jason's Tesla and make it maybe a two-wheel drive and just, like, take half of it? And, and Cody, can you program the, that? At least you can stay in the heat and you can charge it. Yeah, allegedly. 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 I, well, I don't know. Maybe you'd have to touch the cart to, like, convince it that you were holding the steering wheel and yeah. actually directing it in the way it needed to go. Otherwise, the auto steer won't work, right? Can you place hands on steering wheel? That's right. I've never ridden in a Tesla, but I'm I'm told that, that that warning and that alarm is loud. Well, my daughter Hyundai Elantra does that. My our new Buick does the same thing. If you if it doesn't feel any movement on the steering wheel as a reactionary back to it, it'll it'll beep at you and say to pay attention. Hey, Did, hey. Do the words "new" and Buick actually deserve to be in the same sentence? <laughs> Asking for a friend. Yeah, my Buick's cool. Hey Cody, can we uh, can we share what we did Saturday morning? We want yes, to can we please? Uh, hey one guys. Was... Yeah, go ahead, Laura. Yes. Yeah. No. Who's that kid? That is the twenty dollar bill kid. Come here. Hey, don't be shy. This is Gage. Hi, Gage. Hi, buddy. How are you? Good. So. Dude. Hey, Your aunt gave me the, gave me twenty bucks and said that you that, that it was from you. That's awesome, buddy. You know I how owe much you that one. Twenty dollars turns into mm -hmm. how much? The number is going to be amazing. Whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. He's playing Lincoln Logs right now. It's important. Mm -hmm. Well, go play with him. Let's see well, what he's building. What? Let's see what we maybe got. He's, I mean, maybe he's building JR's 4455. That'd be kind of killer. I'm not going to lie. Bull, <laughs> we have bullpens going on right now. Mm. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> here. Let me flip this around. So Baker, that's not a bad idea, honestly. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Um, if you're wa if you're still watching and paying attention to the uh, um, comments, maybe weld a, maybe weld like a five inch hook onto one side or the other. That way, you can just like hang a rack of pretzels. <laughs> Ooh, that might be a good idea. With the cheese cup holders. Oh man. God, who says design by committee doesn't work? 
Anyway, uh, Cody, where are you at? Hold on, I'm trying to trying to navigate to figure out where I got to go next. No, you're hold on, recalculating. We can we can yeah. wait. we can wait. I don't have to do it, but if you want to show, I'm not going to show both. I'll show one of what we're going to present to the Zankerts. But if you want to wait till Saturday and then I show it to them and then you put it up, I'll do whatever you want. Ah, this is on you. Nope. This, this is this is your. Your creation, and uh, if you want to wait, like I'm cool with it. But no, I'm I'm fine. I'm just trying to. I got two different lists of uh, places I'm trying to go and try to navigate to between which ones I'm headed to next. So gotcha. For those of you who are just tuning in, I'm a uh, fuel duty tonight for the snowstorm, and uh, so I'll be running the graveyard shift and trying to get everything full of fuel. So. So what I'm going to show you guys is uh, it's Cody's idea. I helped him with it, but it's this is all on him, and he created this. It was his design. We did a couple different ones. Um, I, he cre he got together a couple of big posters that I'm going to present to the Zankers on Saturday. I uh, want to get down there, um, but this is one version of what we did very early Saturday morning at the sand, base of the sand pile uh, about, I don't know, what was it, Cody, like 7.30 in the morning? Yeah, I started, got there, got there about 6.30 and then started at 7.30 um, with everything, but kind of had this idea that um, light painting, uh, for those of you that don't know, light painting is a long exposure to where you can see the light trails um, and uh, really hoping that Trevor is going to be there with us type of thing. And he wasn't, and I kind of want to do something special for the family. So I asked them to, if they would, if they were coming to bring the tractor out and had Ryan kind of coordinate some of that stuff, bring the tractor out. And, uh, so they did, they brought it out and asked him if we could bring it out. And for, I said, if any of the crews there too, and want to see this and, and participate type of thing, I was not expecting 20 of their family members or, or, or more to show up, but they did. I mean, They've had, they knew they were going to have a long day and everything, and 20 of them showed up. So um, so Charles, Allie, and I went out there, and uh, I asked them to help type of thing. Because it's not something you can really do easily by yourself. Um, if you are if you had plenty of time and, and could do stuff, you can. It's just you uh, you do a lot of running. So, um, so yeah. That's, Dude, seriously? That's, that's I roomed with you this weekend, and you didn't freaking show me that one? Yeah. That's so, freaking uh, beautiful. Nice work. So, um, red was one of his favorite colors. Ironically, we found out red was not his favorite color of tractor. So, um, thought that was kind of funny and ironic. But um, Charles didn't know it. But when I asked him to help, type of thing, I, I gave him the wand, the light wand, and I said, Hey, you're going to do, you're going to do the ribbon. And he says, Well, I've never done this before. And I said, I've never done a ribbon either. So, here you go. So, <laughs> it's, it was kind of fun. Uh, he didn't know he was going to get thrown into doing something like that. But I had this idea of where you light paint the tractor and you light paint a ribbon and put it over top like that. So, oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, got some. I was thankfully that uh, on the, the third store that could get it printed off in time and to Charles to take to the family type of thing. There are two 20 by 30 pictures headed their direction. 
Beautiful. Nice work. The second one is a three-quarter view of the tractor, and it's beautiful. Um, Yeah, that's the one that I saw. Yeah. Cody Cody chose well. He did a great job producing these and and producing them, and um, I'm I'm excited to send them to the family. And it's not – I got nothing to do with it. Like, Cody made this happen. It it was – without him, this didn't exist. And so this is is all – uh, all credit to him. Well, Mark, Cam, do that, not but... do not type in the name of what you actually called that uh, light wand. Yeah, let's not. Just say uh, it. <laughs> Fred, Fred, Fred had Fred had told me that Trevor never really hung his helmet on the hook on the other side of the tractor because no one ever see it. He'd always put it up front like that. Um, so when the other picture gets posted, you'll understand why significance of the helmet on the front um, yep. was was significant. So. And you can see it a little bit in that photo, but not uh, yeah. not as well as the other one. So, yeah, well done, Cody. I appreciate you. Very well done. And coordinating well with Travis from the from the facility and yep. everything that it took to make this happen. Like there was a lot of moving pieces to make this take place at O Dark Thirty on Saturday morning before anything any any was anybody was doing nothing. Uh, we were in the yeah. building on the track at the base of the sand pile making this come together. They don't, they don't care. No, they don't no. care. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it's fine that they don't care, but that was one thing that like, I called Clint and asked him if we're okay doing this. He says, I have no problem with it. Talk to Travis. And Travis, he was all, what do you need to help with and everything. So um, thank you. Shout out to Travis for all that too because um, yes. it's just it, it makes everything go nice and smooth for stuff like this. He made it happen. Like we, we were asking him questions, like how do we come in? Wh- where do we go for the light switches? How do we make sure no one turns yep. this stuff back on on our uh, on behind us and ruin a shot? Like he was all over it as as part of Mac. I mean, it was it was amazing. We could not have done it without the participation of uh, Travis and the, and the Michigan Event Center. Like they participated yeah. in this happening. We just couldn't do yeah. it without them. Yeah. Yeah, that turned out really cool. That was neat. I still want to know who was banging on their tailgate or whatever while you guys were taking that picture, though. Uh, somebody somebody uh, had a tonneau cover, and they, they bought a toolbox, and so they were uh, trying to get the, the tonneau cover ice off and snow off so that they could roll up the tonneau cover to get the toolbox in there. And I, <laughs> I said, you mean... I asked them if they had cheaper, I mean, they could have gone to the hardware store and bought cheaper weight, like sandbags to go home with if they wanted extra weight in the truck, but they ended up buying a toolbox, so <laughs> each their own. All right. Well, I mean, for, for Jeff's sake, because theoretically they bought it from Jeff, you know, we won't yeah. throw them under the bus, but good for you for <laughs> not being distracted by the noise. I honestly yeah. didn't, I didn't, I never even heard any of that. I don't know what that was even about. Like, we, we had a singular focus and we got it done. Now, the only reason I knew about it was because um, uh, Jeff Capinos uh, sent me a Snapchat early that morning. They were apparently there, and uh, they were watching all of this, watching, you know, you and Cody and, and everybody work, and uh, here in the back, someone's, you know, banging on a tonneau cover and chipping off ice and all that, and they're like, the team's trying to take a picture, and here's this guy. Well, it was kind of funny. 
the fun thing the fun thing about a long exposure photo is there's no sound with it so you can make all the right exactly you can want to raise hell go right ahead as long as we're not distracted or you know jerking anything like go ahead raise hell i don't care bingo yeah yeah and I really like, like I said, I don't, I don't remember any of that. And you know, Cody and I were pretty locked in on what our goal was and what we wanted to do, and uh, and it, you know, open communication between us and trying to make it happen. And it, like I said, it was his idea. Um, he made it happen. I just was a accessory. Um, it, it's all him. Like this is Cody's baby, and he did a great job executing. A that he did. How was your day at school? So. Well, what do you think, guys? Have we beaten this uh, horse to death? I got one more thing. Let's hit it. I gotta, Let's hear it. I got to uphold my side of the bargain, too. Are you for real? Yep. You're freaking no way. Why? Really? Tonight? You're going to do it tonight? Game Holy on. hell! Okay, so here's Game here's on. the thing that hold on. Here's the thing that none of us told you. Adam oh. said that he would shave his beard for five thousand dollars. Not my beard, my hat. Your what? My hat. No, <laughs> I want the beard. No. All right. He said after so, the Chiefs game. After, it's a playoff beard right now. Oh, that's okay. Fair Thank enough. Man, you're, Adam, you're going to be so cold out there pushing any kind of snow mm. in the wind. Right. With with no beard and no yeah. hair on your head. Boy, that's going to suck. I'm freezing my ass off, is. bro. Do, do you sure you want to do this? He's doing it. He's doing it. Dude, I was bald two years ago. I didn't give a crap. Yeah, but that's the thing. You were bald because you didn't have a freaking choice. Yeah, but now I gotta uphold my side of the bargain. Now he has a choice, and he wants to do it. So let, let me let me let me throw some more on the kerosene on the fire with this. Had Trevor Zankert made it to Ship Shawana for thirty thousand, he was gonna shave he was gonna shave his. He was gonna do it too. Well, then I'm standing in the gap. No, you're just you're just being your old man doing and doing what doing what needs to be done. I you're mean, kind of being a badass is what you're doing. You're kind of being a badass. Game on. Ready? I love you, dude. Let's go, I mama. You. Told you I was going to do it. I love you, dude. <laughs> well, and, and speaking of uh, Trevor and stuff, I mean, you should also state who kind of helped give you two uh, a weight reduction in hair while we were there. Yes, Olivia Zander, yes. Trevor's sister. He, she did the Indeed, and I'm so thankful she did. And, and I, I think she enjoyed it probably more than I really wanted her to, but that's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was yeah, one she, moment. The clippers broke. This. You're going to have to go like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> there, Charles, there, you don't know this. There was one moment that she took a whack off the top of your head, yeah. and she had an oh shit moment, and she just okay. ran with it. I, no way, really? That, that, she, yes. She, no, she, actually, she just, I like, did. had an oh shit moment. All of a sudden, she's like, uh, and then that was it. So. I, I did, I did know it because she was so, she's so <laughs> modest. She's so modest. And she looked so quiet. And she, she was talking to me the whole time. She's like, is this okay? Is this okay? Oh my God, I think I did this. Um, it, it was fun. And 
to, to see the photos of her doing it and just laughing her ass off the whole time, it was so worth it. And I'm glad I did it. And I would totally do it again. Um, I'm, I'm glad she did. And that's, it's why I've got, I've kept it. It's why, it's yeah. I, it. I promised it to her that I would keep it uh, for her brother's funeral this weekend. And yeah, yeah I, that's, that's my obligation to her. Um, I, I'm, I was so thrilled that she did that. I was too. Now, now that also being said, I was a l- just mildly terrified when uh, yeah. she looked at me wielding the clippers and she says, you trust me, right? <laughs> you, like, you uh, trust me. You know, after, after all the stories uh, were heard about how she can't drive or whatever it was. And like, right. Like, you, exactly. And what she chose to do with you, dude, that is so awesome. The, the, the reasoning behind it, unbelievable. Congratulations to you, Olivia. That's, that was epic stuff. Yeah, and she, the, other, she, the, the yeah. other fun fact about that was uh, she said, you know, when Trevor Trevor was in and out, um, you know, the last couple of days, and and uh, but he made it very clear that she is not to drive this back Like, yeah. I couldn't really remember clear. if you were there for that or not, Cody. That yeah. made me laugh so hard. The, yeah. the, the, the sibling, the sibling rivalry rage penetrated everything. Like, yeah, she told me that too. Yep. Yeah. So she uh, she asked when he was in the hospital. Um, I think it was just before he left the hospital. Um, she asked just to try and kind of get a reaction out of him. She's like, "Can I drive the tractor?" No. And that's exactly what he said. Like. He didn't say anything for like hours, and then can I drive the tractor? No. <laughs> and when she told me that, and her dad was standing next to her, oh lord, I laughed so hard. That was amazing. Yeah, I heard that story too, and uh, that's 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 on brand. On brand. Yeah. The funny thing about it is how. Strong and gentle and grateful that that uh, Trevor was about everything that was going on, but he still maintained that sense of humor about it. Yes, and Olivia, I can tell you with with you already know this, but I can tell you with all sincerity, he didn't mean it. He was just no. He, he was being his. He was being your brother and fucking with you. Yeah, he was, he was being a dick because. That's what brothers do to little sisters. That's what brothers Once in a while. That's what brothers do. And I pray, I pray that I can be there the day that you do actually go in the seat of that thing. And I think you will. And uh, I, I've got every confidence you're going to rip it. Uh, Charles, for the record, her uncle, I believe, was there at the time when he said that. Yeah, Bob and was he, there. Yep. Yeah, and, and he, he told her, ah, don't worry about it. You can drive mine. Yeah, yep. So it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to going down there uh, this weekend, um, and hanging out there. We're I'm, we're gonna go to Bob's place and and I'll present the posters that uh, Cody's got for for them, and uh, just uh, have a good time with the family. It's gonna be a really good time. I'm looking forward to. It. Good, good. Adam, how you feeling out there? A little drafty? 
Eh, you know. You know. I am not a professional. Nothing a little bourbon can't take care of. There you go. Atta, baby. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, let's see. I got some Maker's Mark 2023 <laughs> Limited Edition BEP. And uh, what was the first one? All of it. Yes. I don't remember what it was. That's fine. Oh, what was up? Uh, Whiskey Thief. It was one of the barrels that I went down and tried. Oh, and no kidding. You I, went? I picked it. Yeah, I picked it. Uh, well, did I tell you what the one that I'm doing? No. No? So I'm actually, hopefully, we're, we're buying a, at least a half a barrel, if not a full barrel, of bourbon, and we're going to raffle, um, we're going to sell the bottles for a ride for Roswell, you know, and we're going to make the oh, we're, we're in. We're in. Yeah. We're uh, in. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how much it's going to be yet, but I'm well, on don't care. samples don't care. here, and I'm working with the one group, the one bourbon club that I'm in here in, in, in Buffalo, and um, we're going to try and do it through them. So... Yeah, but, you need to get a hold of us because we're no, in. Don't worry, you guys are in. Save at least, yeah, save at least three or four bottles. Oh yeah, we're. I mean, I'm gonna wrap. I'm gonna sell X amount, and I'm gonna save like thirty of them for, you know, different people and stuff like that. Because not everybody, most of the people aren't in that group. So I need to do. I need to sell some on my own too. Well, that was a lot of gray in it. You are you have such a you you have such a wonderful partner. She is such she's a, amazing. Yeah. Like, so I haven't cut this? my hair since Jesse Post wedding. This is awesome. Like the, the you two you two are amazing. And she's doing it with tremendous flair, too. That's that's awesome. She's doing it, she's doing it with flair, but like there's there's like appreciation here. This is not meanness there's there's like there, so the, there's last time, the last time she did something like this is uh my no, you sure you want to say this my <laughs> day after having chemo um all my hair was starting to fall out so i'm like well how the hell are we because it's just like falls out in clumps i'm like we got to do something so I had her go get a roll of duct tape, and we just friggin' <laughs> used duct tape and got all the hair right out of my head. It worked. <laughs> Tell them how you knew your hair was falling out. The I first, mean, the, the first clue your hair was falling out in the hospital. If it was, if it, if it worked, it wasn't dumb, right? Shane Hunt, you're next. We're gonna, we're coming after your scalp. Hundred <laughs> percent. You're next. Farm machinery hey, show. Don't me. don't get within don't get within ten meters of me because I'm coming after you. And I'll bring clippers. And I guarantee you they'll work. <laughs> Olivia proved it. We can get the we get the numbers up where I'm coming after you. I don't care how far you can run. You can't hide in Kentucky, Shane. Yeah. Or wherever right. you end up. That's right. <laughs> Wyatt for the win. Uh, I took mercy upon him only because it was cold as fuck and I'd left it at home. Oh, jeez. 
That and it's that and it's, that and it's, and it's, and it's mine, so um, it had to. Like, I'm not sure Shane was. I'm not. I don't know. Shane's actually my family tartan, so it's mine. So like, I kind of. Oh, like maybe she home. grabbed the pube ones. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't want to hear that. <laughs> Tell you what, Terry. They're not. They're you brand go to, new. I swear to God. We you you make a donation. Uh, we will make her stop right now, and you can shave the rest of it with the cattle clippers. Now I will. I will also say this donation probably needs to be four digits. But if you really want to, I mean, we can make Adam ride this out. I mean, he looks pretty awesome with the you know with. Whatever that is hanging off of the, you know, left side of his forehead. <laughs> oh, man. Why is this guy that why is this guy the fourth member of Sidetrack as of tonight? Come on. That is why. Right there. Right there. Yep. Right there. Well, I figured you guys weren't gonna haze me, so I was gonna haze myself. So you good oh, no, you have no idea what's coming to you. Good call by it can't be you. any worse than this. We're going to take you to Merle's Whiskey Kitchen and we're going to feed you full of the most bottom shelf bourbon we can possibly do it. And then, and we're going to take you on like karaoke night. Oh, geez. I hope you got a song picked. Oh, I, 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 I ain't going to do shit to you. You've already lived it, dude. You've, you've already earned your way. That's why you're here. Yeah, but come on. Can you imagine Adam singing karaoke at Merle's Whiskey Kitchen? Um, that's worth the, the price of admission. I, well, if it sounds anything like me, it's going to sound like uh, you know somebody microphoning into a damn wood chipper. Get your hand down. Yeah, buddy. Get down. Oh, I think that's going to be like six degrees. Here, yeah, it's going to be fucking cold tomorrow, just like my head is. Yeah, and my chin. Well. Birds of a feather. Well, Amen. So, so good point. Birds of a feather. Cody. 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 <laughs> yes. Cody. Oh, boy. Where are you at, Vanderholm? Just down. saying. There's a lot of damn hair here. <laughs> yeah, you apparently have grown a lot of hair back. Jeez. The funny thing is that it came in black and then it browned out and now it's just there's a lot of gray. Oh just we, Yeah, that happens. Yeah, that happens. I, that's, that's Welcome to the club. They call that distinguished. Yes. That is that's distinguished. Indeed. I believe the book of Proverbs in the Bible actually even refers to that as a Distinguishing feature. I'm Gray like, hair. I'm like 10 degrees cooler right now. I like I'll that. bet. I look like a moron, Terry Benson. I look like a moron. We'll get the rest later. I think it looks good. <laughs> yeah. I see you did good. Thank you. Adam, you are a <laughs> fucking stud. Yeah, 100%. You're a fucking stud. I'm back here. You better. Yeah. All right. All right. Adam, look at the screen. You've got two minutes to roast him any way you want. Baker? Yeah. Oh. Seems it's... like he's been getting awful mouthy when with you donating hair for a cause. 
He's got an awful mouthy. I so, think he yeah. deserves a little shot of his own. I, I I mean, after I don't got anything right now. Yes, we yes we do. You are going to throw down some money. wins. You're going to throw down some money for Ball for Bucks or Ride for Roswell. I don't care how you get there. You but just just pony up the cash. I don't care if it's five bucks, ten bucks, or two thousand bucks. Make it happen because that's what we're about. That's what we're doing. I'm registering tomorrow for a ride for Roswell. Yep. So. Are you really? Yep. I'll do the 20, 20 mile route. What are you doing? She's styling it. <laughs> that's, that's fucking badass. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> you don't even take a shower, dude. That's incredible. When when is the ride? When is the actual ride? Right? Uh, June twenty second. June twenty second. Let's see. So we'll be doing. I'll be doing the twenty mile ride again. Uh, we wanted to do the Canadian ride, um, but I, I'm gonna try. They do a a Peloton ride the night before, so they have a big. Um, they have a, a big dinner for all the all the riders, and then they um, they announce how much and stuff like that, and um, and then they have like a big procession that uh, like a parade. So and then the Peloton riders ride from Roswell, and they put like all their survivors' names on the road. You might have seen me with a photo because um, yep. my name was on the road uh, last year as a survivor. So then they ride from the uh, the hospital to the University of Buffalo, which is I believe thirteen miles, I think, and um, and then they they lead the the parade um, after that. So it's it's really cool, um, just a real touching moment. Uh, it brings everything. It, for me, it was full circle because the first year I went there, I couldn't ride because I wasn't in any condition to ride. The second year I rode because. I was a survivor and now we're doing this and we're helping people. So it, it's kind of like, um, it's just, for me, it's really came full circle and it's just been so cool with everybody's help and to be for Roswell park. Um, the, the place that helped me out to be, um, the recipient of this year's, um, winter nationals was absolutely mind blowing. I mean, I've been, it's just amazing. So um, that weekend, that weekend, the, the, the event is I want to ride in it. I can't. Um, I will be the announcer at the uphill uh, semi races in Thompson Ohio, at Coonley Park. So here's what I'm going to do. You can ride your own way. You can join our team. Yes. And you can ride your 20 miles or what, however, yep. log it, raise your money, and you're still a team member. Yep. I'm yeah. gonna take everything that would I would I pay to do that show? I'm donating it to to this. Cool, it's man. That. Thank you, yep. Charles. Yeah. I know how you could get your 20 miles. <laughs> Ride shotgun. Get drivers to pay for it. Plus, uh, dude, how much fun would that be? Yes, and uh, there's rule changes imminent because of things. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. We the, the, Is the are are there Wednesday test passes? Can we do a Wednesday test pass? Yeah. If it's on the cab over, you you first. Yeah, exactly. I'll wear a cup. How's that? Exactly. So <laughs> we've got to do some 
I've I've been I've been able to be a part of some really cool ass shit, but uh, uh, yeah, we've got to be re- responsible. Anyway, no, no, that's another. Damn story. it, that's no fun. I like this. It's it's awesome, dude. You look good. My, bar- you my barber would never do it. You I'm not it. doing that. I'm like, that's all I did. Friggin' wanted. You can, fucking, you can fucking rock it, dude. You got it. Yeah, at least I that's have like a got up high. His stocking cap will fit perfect tomorrow. Bingo! I'll tell you what. The the day three stubble friction is amazing. Yes, it will hold that shit in place. 300 miles an hour wind, it'll stay <laughs> on Yeah. Better than Velcro, Charles. Oh, she's getting ladywood. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Ken. I, I gauge or I believe don't repeat that. <laughs> oh, no. Repeat that like every chance you get. <laughs> This boy's got that three was amazing. He's heard just about everything. <laughs> so he's good. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. So I told you I was going to do it. You did. You did. You, You're a badass, you man. Surprise me. I surprise you. All for good, all for good reasons. And uh, well I, man, it, man. I love it. I, I'm. I'm so glad we teamed up with you, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 100%. I mean, we don't get to see each other other than a couple, well, at the time, it was a couple, one of any year. Oh, yep. And now, I don't know if I'll ever make it back there just because of the um, interaction and stuff like that. But Don't, don't sweat that. We will come to you. Like, we're going to, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, dude, you're in. You're in. We'll figure something out. I've already mm-hmm. stated that Keystone is going to be on the list at some point. Keystone's mm-hmm. a great pull, and if you like blue tractors, that's the place to. That's where them. you go to see them. Oh my, there is so freaking men, and I, I mean, I'm diehard blue. I mean, I, blue and a D21. Those are my, you know, 9600 D21. Those are my 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 tractors. But uh, yeah, if you like blue tractors, that's the freaking place to go. I'll tell you that much right now. Foresters and uh, Tom Street and everything, they do a hell of a job out there. Put on a great show. I, I did see that uh, MySex posted that the Superstock class was already full. Yes, it was. It yes, is like wow. unheard of for that poll. So that's huge um, for that already. So I know they did do away with the Pro Stock class. A bunch of Pro Stock guys weren't too thrilled with that. But on the other hand, the, pro, or the Superstock class is full already. So that's awesome. So, yeah, definitely Keystone's a, a great hole yeah. to go to. Yeah. Went there for many, many, many years. So. Yeah. Whenever we have our uh, organizational meeting for our Winter Nationals, it is that weekend, and we watch the Keystone Bowl here in the garage. Yep. Yeah. Cheer them on. Yep. Super stock list for this year is uh, Forrester's Airborne, My Six High Hopes, uh, Bedgar's The Patriot, Henry Everett's Final Decision, Bird Standard with Determination and Determination 3, The Six Shooter, Kevin Windsor, Mark Bradish M80, uh, The Kryptonite of uh, Oldens, Ermson's Eyesore 2, 
and forced decision of Henry Everman and the overruled of David Everman. So you got diesel and alcohol yep. uh, going straight up against each other. That's a that's a really good class. I think there's well, if I I I think. Olden's, that's going to be the first year run on that tractor. Yeah, I think it's the that, new one. Really? That just got done out of Ace Chassis. That's the new one. Yeah. And then M80, they just redid a bunch of stuff on that. They went back to three chargers. They took the fourth one off, and they they went back to three. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Going back to three, the thing with uh, 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 Travis uh, about uh, the farm machine or, or Bowling Green, uh, the, the decision to go three charger with Diesel Super and what they did. And, and the, he talked a lot with Rosses about that. And everybody, like he said, in the, in the actually didn't actually make the final cut. It was in the preview. Everybody thought they were stupid. Nope. Nope. Not at all. No, I mean, it's awesome. You're ticking Tom bombs, and I freaking love them. <laughs> I do too. SS is and, and I love the people that are doing them. Every freaking one of them are amazing. Anybody who runs a super stock is uh, top shelf in this this room. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, back to. Holy you know, crap. like when, when Travis ran at at Gordyville. Yeah. You know? I commented on I didn't even I, know was, you were there. We didn't know each other. I was no, there. We didn't. we didn't. We didn't. I was there. I was on the starting line with Andrew. It was like 20, it was 2015. I was down the starting line with Andrew yep. and a, a bunch of friends and probably and passed you guys in the hall hundreds of times. Probably did. You know? He took he t- I remember so I remember telling Tanya this at the time. Like, you know, it, she had never seen a super stock before. I said, watch this. And holy shit. Jaws on the floor. Yeah. What he did. <laughs> yep. It's amazing. Just so geez. that uh, that brings up another point that if people interact with us uh, online, social media and all that stuff, but we've never really met in person or whatever. Come find us at polls because we'd yeah. really like to Please. say hi. Other than yeah. finding a video of you posted a video right behind me, and it was like I didn't know you were there. I wish you would have told me, and I would have said hi. So, yeah. Um, so cause that happened from ship. So let me know. Come up yeah. find us because we would like to meet you if we're interacting with you online. Um, because we don't always get to see faces, type of thing. So I promise I don't bite, and like I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like there's. Fuck you, tattooed on my forehead, but that's really not me. I promise, I'm not that guy. So, you know, come up, come up and say hi. I, I like seeing you guys. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, one of the coolest things about, and I'll just about being a photographer, being down on the track, is getting to getting a chance to talk to all the people and year after year going back and seeing the exact same people. But one of the, one of the things that I like to do, if I'm going to be at a poll for a real long time is I'll, I'll ask a bunch of the locals, where's a good local place to go and eat and support, uh, you know, the local restaurants and stuff like that around. And I'll tell you what, I've never been steered wrong. (laughs) I mean, go to these little towns that, 
right in the middle of nowhere, but you little corner tavern, little corner bar or something like that. It's pretty freaking crazy. So I didn't know that about you, Terry. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean it. That this is how we know we're doing it right. Yeah, right you here. Get good feedback from people's went. Through I mean, that's how we know we're we're doing it right. It, it just, you know, we're we're nobody likes to talk about it. People hear the c word and they shy away from it. But I'll tell you what, we need we need to bring it to light and we're, we're going to make a damn difference <laughs> whether people like it or not. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I think we already have made a difference. We're, I mean, we're coming, we're coming for you and not in a bad sense. We're coming for you because we want your stories. Yeah. Because it helps us advance the narrative and, and do some, do some good. I mean, when, when me and Charles were talking on the phone, I said, you know, if we can make a difference for one person, yes, then all this was worth it. But mm-hmm. I don't see it as being one person. I see we're going to make a difference for thousands. <laughs> I mean, and if if my struggle, if what I got to go through is to help some one person out, then it, then my struggle was worth it. Yes, it was. Um, and that's that's. Yeah, it sucks what I have to go through. It sucks what Ryan had to go through. It sucks what so many other friggin' people have had to go through. But you can either sit there and not do a damn thing about it, or you can sit there, make the best of your situation, and make sure, do your best to make sure that nobody else has to do do this. And well, I think there's, mm-hmm. there's a testament to that too, Adam. You know, it's 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 put put forth a positive attitude. And there's going to be positive things coming. Yeah. You know, it sucks. And I, you know, it runs in my family. I mean, my dad died of cancer, lymphoma cancer when 62, he's almost 63 years old. So, you know, and I hear about uh, seven years ago, I was one of 17 people that didn't die from gramoxone poisoning one year in the world. So I spent five days in barns and that'll wake you up pretty rapidly. But, you know, odds are that, I'm probably going to get cancer that kind of accelerated my uh, chances because of the paraquat, but yeah, you know, you, you just got to have a positive attitude towards it. You well know that because you, you have a, I didn't know you then, but you, you know, you got a positive av- attitude about it now, but that'll carry you through some of the most toughest times in your life is just looking at it yeah. from a positive outlook. So yeah, and that helps. And that helps a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, one of the hardest things was that watching that chemo drip down that line. A bit. Closer, closer and closer to the IV is like, dude, when it hits my heart or my brain, it's like, am I going to make, you know, because you know, I mean, I had my life away when I, for everything. You You really don't know. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, you you (laughs) see the face of God real quick when... When that happens, you know, and it's like shit oh, is about to hit the fan. Yeah, so it's uh, like I said, it, it's not something that everybody wants to talk about, but um, it's uh, well, we're going we're going to because it does matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Jason actually just put up there. We Jason we raised uh, or they raised uh, we um, thirty two thousand six hundred and sixty dollars, uh, and at the Midwest Winter Nationals this year. 
Is this like the most ever? Or it's got to be up there. We raised, what was it, Clint? If you're still on there, there was something we raised one year. It was up. one year we went 78,000. Right. That had to be Adam, right? No. The Adam Beelier? Uh, I, I think that's whenever we had swing sets and Don yeah. Swama and Hunky went crazy. They went crazy. Uh, okay. Yeah. What, what I, yeah, it's kind of awesome when Don goes crazy. Yeah. Well, he's went crazy on my signs before. Uh-huh. Like our live auctions. I mean, all of a sudden, you'll get a, you know, Hill, Hillsborough Charity. I was like, what the heck here? <laughs> <laughs> what I would like us to do and going forward is to, this is something, this is a conversation that Amy Joe and I had a, had this weekend. We're going to get a 5013 set up. We're going to do this going forward, kind of be more, a little bit more proactive and, and, and manage it in a proper way. I uh -huh. would like to get to where we sort of say for, for 2025, Okay, there's a lot of unknowns. We don't know exactly where we're pulling, but um, let's declare what we're going to do right now and start front loading, it, front loading it, and planning it. We'll have a land yes. site, and it's not, not yeah. like everything we did this year was great. It, it was a lot of effort, but if we can front load it, um, I look at what the antique guys do with St. Jude's at Tunica every year. Um, I'm not. I'm not suggesting we enlist people to actually create a pulling tractor to give away every year. That that's how they manage to come up with giving $125,000 every year or thereabouts. Um, but we could we we can do more. We can do better. Uh, we're going to organize ourselves a little better and uh, really try to to try to come up with something. I don't know what the next year's charity is going to be, but. Uh, we're going to come up with something that's a universal place and a landing place to make this happen. And we don't have to wait until it's time for the event to declare it and, and, and try to try to fundraise. We can front load it and, and, and do better. Um, and I think actually the way this year has worked out with the importance that everybody's placed upon it, we're not done on the backside either. We're going to explore what our sunset clauses are on our, windows and uh ind individually look at doing more uh to continue to support roswell park into the deep summer and then then look at what 2025 looks like with what that charity is going to be so yeah. Um, yeah i think there's i think there's still work to done to be done and there's yeah. going to be a lot more work to be done for 2025 yeah that that's for darn sure um this is just the beginning <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, I don't think there's any mystery what toy we're going to have next year. Uh, I don't either. I don't either. I agree with you on that. Try, tried to get it done in time. We couldn't. Joe, Joe and I discussed a little bit. I don't think there's any mystery what uh, what toy we're going to have to give a uh, Justin, a new challenge how to build a uh, plastic modified. I'm pretty yep. sure he can do it. Yep. We can make it happen. Yeah. He's kind of good like that. He's I, a talented I, little feller. I offered yes, him. He is. With a week to go, I contacted him and offered him everything. Like, I was like, I don't care what it costs. I'll give you, I don't care if it's 
two thousand bucks. I don't give a shit. Like, can we make this happen? And he's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm good, but I'm not. American. <laughs> he's right. He's right. But uh, yeah, I think we know. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I I am gonna register tomorrow for that, so we can start going whichever for that, and we'll talk more about everything else as well. So, um, thanks, Jason, for um, another another donation. Cool, Clippy. Yeah, Yeah. Clippy, you're the man. Unbelievable. I mean that. Thanks, Clippy. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Yeah. You're, choking, you're you're choking us all up, dude. I got nothing. You know, it's like what the heck. You're choking us all up. I mean, like I said, that that's when you know that you're you're making a difference. I mean, and mm. everybody out there that donated is making a huge difference. And um, yeah, I, I never dreamed in a million years of being. An ambassador to to do this, but it definitely seems like it's a a calling on my life to to do that. And um, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. I mean, being goofy and chopping your hair off and doing all this crazy stuff. It I mean, it, on the grand scheme of things, it it's we're, yeah, we're, we're making we're, a difference. But go ahead, Clint. It's crazy. I just, I don't know. Um, what I was going to say was, is that you, me, Ryan, Cody, we're always the guys behind the lens or behind a microphone. We're the ones that are putting the sh- the spotlight on other people. It's really uncomfortable to step out from being behind something and, and, shining the light on everybody else and, and making them look good because that's our job. Yeah. And making it, we're, we're not making it about ourselves. That's not really what it is, but to be front and center about something, it's, it's deeply uncomfortable. Um, but to do it for a cause such as this, it's, it's not easy. Um, I'm going to speak for myself. It's not easy. I don't, enjoy necessarily getting a mohawk i i was enthusiastic about it because i knew what it meant but is it easy for me to do that no like i'm i'm not it's not about me i'm meant to be behind the scenes highlighting everybody else and what they do and and the professionalism and the the spectacle and the the great passes and everything that happens out on the race, out on the racetrack, it's about you guys. It's not about me. I'm not. I'm not the show, and so it's deeply uncomfortable to put myself in that role. But if it means that I can do something that benefits other people, I I embrace that and I'm fine with it, and I'm willing to put myself out there and do that and keep it for a week um, if it meant something to some people I care about. So that's something that that we all struggle with um, as, as people who are presenting this show, like, you know, we comment a lot about, about what the world is, but we're never the, the centerpiece. And that's, 
that's the problem that we face. And in the case of if both Ryan and Adam, they're they're people who have been a part of this uh, in their personal lives and their in in what they've experienced, but they still don't want to be front and center about it. Um, it's never the role that any of us cast ourselves in. So just know that this is really coming from a genuine place. We, we really do give a shit. We wouldn't do it if mm-hmm. we really wouldn't. Well, we've been doing it for 19 years. You know, virtually we didn't have any really we work with. For 19 years we've been doing this for, you know, causes and people. And I don't see any reason why it should get bigger and bigger every year. Yeah, I don't either. Just, just, just what you guys did, and uh, you know, we really concentrated this three months. You, we concentrated twelve months. You know, look out! Look, look out! What can happen? Yep. And Joe and I talk, you know, frequently, and and uh, sometimes Joe and I get distracted with all the work we got to do, and it's really great that we got you guys. Uh, focus on every minute because Joe and I are trying to figure out if we seven tractors in a spot that only five will hold in our day-to-day work to make this event happen. But having you guys concentrate on this 100% means the world to us because Absolutely. we just can't. We just can't. You know, you know the, we're, the we're happy to take it on. Well, and, and we and we can't thank you enough because, um, you know, in the, the days after the event, we had an amazing event, and then to deal with some of the stuff that I've dealt with in the office this week, I was like, listen, let's just let's just enjoy what we did, and uh, we'll we'll make things better for everybody next year. Just hang tight with us. We're trying. There's not there's not a bitter bone in any of us. And um, let's just enjoy the event. Let's enjoy what we did. And um, let's uh, work together to make next year better is my focus. And we're having a little celebration party here Saturday. A lot of the guys that work for me are coming up and visiting. And, and uh, I, Brooke and I open our home up to thank everybody who can come. We'll thank them again this weekend. But without the army of the blue shirts, I guess, uh, is what we put on everybody's back this week. This 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 event, you know, people have asked me, you know, will you sell them? I was like, no. That's a badge of honor yep. that you wear that sweatshirt. And I encourage everybody to wear them. And, you know, wear them in the, you know, the summer. It gets cold. Wear them. Somebody comes up and talks to you about the event. Explain to them what we do, and explain to them why we do it, and uh, make this event bigger and bigger and bigger every year. You know, we celebrated our 20th anniversary. We did, we did, I did, we did some good stuff, and I'm proud of them. But we're not done, and we'll keep marching forward and make every year better and meaner and bigger. So, uh, let's thank you guys for concentrating on this charity. Um, we haven't had that in the past. And you guys have really went above and beyond with the help of Charles, Ryan, Adam, and uh, 
Cody, you know, you guys made this all happen, and and we thank you for it. Not many guys, not very many promoters, you know, look at it the way we do. It's not a distraction. It's part of it. And thank you guys for that. We got your back, and we want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy to help. Yep. We want to do it. Yeah. Now, that, that said, Somebody else needs to step up next year. Yeah. Beard, hair, hair. I don't care what. Charles and I have earned a break. (laughs) Well, you get, you've expected. Wait, wait, well, hold on. Did Cody just unmute and laugh? No, I did. Oh, Oh, I laughed. I don't care. I'm throwing, I'm throwing him under the bus. Cody, you're next. It's it's been expected now. I've done I've done the beard, I've done the bald head, I've done the mohawk, and I I will promote the crap out of anything anybody wants to do, but it's somebody else's turn. Man, you guys are sitting um, there drinking bourbon. I'm still working, so gotta, I've been out freezing my ass off, filling filling loaders. So you're, you're yeah. sitting in your uh, heated seat with heated steering wheel and your huh, corrosion nine thousand, and you're in the corrosionator nine thousand. <laughs> Tillman Tillman makes a great suggestion here. Freezing my ass off filling up equipment here because all them guys just sit in their skids and stuff. I'm like, oh, the fuel guy's here. How nice. He's going to, I'll just back up to him and I'll sit inside the worm cab. (laughs) Cody, you you got a year's worth of reprieve. I was. I'll give you, I'll give, I'll give him one. I'll give him one year's as a, I'll give one year. I said, if we get to 50, I said, if we get to 50. I said, if we get to fifty, the chin will go, but the the, the mustache is staying. One year sentence suspended. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't one work. Year, one year suspended. You got yours. One year suspended. So you shut your mouth. Tillman made a great suggestion. He volunteered Wyatt. Hmm. I'm not sure what Wyatt's going to shave. I'm not going to ask him now, but at some point in time. I, do we really want to know this? Like, can we? No, we don't. <laughs> we don't want before and after pictures either. No, don't ask, Joe. Probably not. But I feel like Wyatt's been. Miles he's seems, been volunteered. Miles Krieger, you seem to be mildly annoyed at your uh, silvering mane, just as I am. So maybe you become the next mm. victim at the uh, Midwest Winter Nationals Barbershop. Not gonna lie, I really like what you did with that whole, you know, Midwest Winter National Barbershop thing. It's, a, it's expensive. I was trying to figure out how to say that, but it's expensive. You did a good job, but you, but you really make things happen when you when you buy there. Yeah, Moose says he'll step up. Let's see what we can do. Good things for next year. Great year this year. Um, all credit to Clinton, the team he's assembled. Uh, the things that we pulled off this weekend. Um, no, no sled resets. Great job by Brandon. Uh, How amazing was really, that? Yeah, really didn't get exciting until Saturday night, where mm-hmm. guys were starting to lean on their stuff, and and the breakage we had was minor. Uh, we didn't. Uh, we didn't toss any motors we didn't put any engine parts outside 
the block. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, it was safe. It was successful. It was competitive. It was earned. And guys found out what a, a Tucker tracker was. Uh, the 300 foot dyno was in full effect and uh, mm-hmm. really, really enjoyed every piece of it. And the team that I got to be a part of, I'm blessed that I got to. Um, couldn't, couldn't ask a bigger thank you than to Clint and to, to Joe and, and everybody else who's behind this thing for allowing me to the opportunity to be a part of this thing. It's just, it's just so cool. Uh, I had an absolute riot being a part of it. Like we said before, we're, we're like a whole bunch of spokes inside of a big old wheel and it takes every one of them spokes to support and carry the load of that show. So you guys are part of that too. And we do appreciate it. Anybody got anything else before we stick a fork in this one? We're uh, way past our time with everybody. No. Yeah. Ad, hey, wait. Adam brings up a good uh, a good point. Um, and I we saw this uh, somewhere in the comments where um, I posted the article. Probably true. That's is true. that accurate? Yeah. Probably. Joe Tucker Laura. Two two thirty is our goal. You know, we don't want it to be any slower. So there, I think it was, wasn't it Laura Friday? Was the Friday afternoon show or Saturday afternoon? I don't remember. It was the average was about two minutes, 15 seconds. Hmm. I believe it. Um, there was times, you know, we had them, um, we were fast and yeah. I felt like I was slow at times, you know, trying to pull the one arm bandit gang, but. Because Carl. Yeah, because of Carl. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But, um, yeah, Shane was sitting there timing for a little bit. And he said we were down, you know, 230, 215, pretty normal there for a while. Wow. There were numerous times where we would have a situation and I'd go off into the corner of the northeast corner to get the story on what happened with a particular run. And I'm used to getting that story and coming back before the next tractor. I, it never happened. I never got back with what the story was before the next one was come, what came down. I had to wait every single time they were that fast. And I know Jesse Jesse made the comment, and when they're moving this fast, it's hard for him to post the results for, uh, for Adam to, to see on the other end of the winter web. So he noticed it as well. Yeah, because I've got... You know, Cole's taking them off the end, and we had the guy, Daryl, did a fantastic job. He pulled them out to the outside to me, and I'm waiting on him down there at the saw barn. And I back outside, and I've got – it was tough, 2 minutes, 15 seconds to get them guys put where they needed to go and get them parked. And then every single time, by the time I come back out there, there sat another tractor. You know, it just – and they're in it. If it if I got a little hiccup in the building, then I'd have two tractors out there. <laughs> then yeah, there would be three, and then there would be four. And the whole time I'm just going back and forth. So, you know, you're you're spitting them through. There wasn't no there was no pee breaks that day. Nope. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, is, is that your way of asking for depends for next year? I mean, <laughs> no. we're here to make you comfortable, Joe. No. After 21 years of driving a truck, it, that was that was that was called 
piss management practices is what that was. BMP, perfect. Yeah, Fago Fago bottles lined up in a floorboard, and he's good. Oh God, let's talk about too much detail. <laughs> I did not go there. Laura, how many dogs do you have? Just two. Oh, this nice deflection, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So in the house total, there's actually seven. Jeez. Crazy but, dog. Lady. Good lord. No. Well, I mean, I live with my brother and his family, so. I have my two, um, the Red Healer and the Corgi, and then we have a St. Bernard, a Chocolate Lab, a Border Collie, a Corgi Oopsie, we think he's Corgi Beagle, and then we have a Boyganese, and this time of year- they're A what? A Boyganese. It's a cross between a Poodle and a German Shorthair. It's a bird dog. Is there a carousel in the garage? I mean, what else is next? Good I would just, there, there's no discrimination in that household. No, there's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> when he said Borganese, I thought it was a, one of the Borg off of Star Trek. Oh, he, uh, look, they're kind of cool. So this one came out of Idaho. Uh, my brother got him when he was out there guiding. Sounds so. like some of your dogs are Idaho's. <laughs> so, smart like yeah. potato. Yeah, we knew that was coming, right? From one of us. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. I had to <laughs> oh, no, I All right. I've been like two hours. Speaking of cancer, I've been two hours and fifty-five minutes without a Marlboro Red and a, or a beer. <laughs> It's amazing you haven't used more expletives. Uh, I've, been, I've, I've been in corporate training today to be a better person, so I'm trying to practice. <laughs> well, at least Clearly it has worked. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually tired of sort of a regiment in this training was the, their idea, and I understand it now, but was we met downstairs at the motel at 5.30 this morning. and No, nope, ain't going to happen. We went off-site to a gym. And did a workout routine for an hour. You did a workout a, for an hour? A week after freaking ships you want. And I'm down there. I'm like, you guys, that's not a good idea. I said, I'm I'm still nursing my cramping cramps from, from sending that tractor all the Mars up there. And I'm doing a workout. And I'm like, and I asked, what kind of workout was this? And they said that was that was a kickboxing workout. Oh, God. How no, well man. can you do ducking versus a five kilogram weight flying at your head at 45 miles an hour because Joe got enough through you? Yeah. That's a. Uh, Joe works out and I hang, and I hang out with Caleb. <laughs> well, what would he say, Charles? Ready to stick a fork in this one? I think we've kind of. Yeah. We've, we've covered this from pretty much top to bottom. We have. Indeed, we have. Uh, yeah, we yeah we've covered everything. <laughs> we're good. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we we're not going to take a week off. We're going to be back next week. We've got to a few people that we want to uh, engage with uh, and talk about the 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 fan side of what they saw. Hundred uh, percent nationals. Absolutely. And, uh, just get their get their raw opinion. Um, actually, it won't be that raw because it's been it'll been 
two weeks by the time we get to them. But um, I think that I think they're gonna have a good things to say, and and we wouldn't engage with them otherwise because I control this show and I'll decide who gets on it, motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I anyway, uh, all right. Gonna, I know. I know. We've we've, we've we've talked about this before. Uh, our raffle tractor winner. We're going to yeah. reach out to him. Yes. And we might reach out to um, a veritable book full of knowledge of uh, Wisconsin pulling history and a Do pair have, have of. Um, they have history there? Maybe. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, and, and Charles. This just in, maybe a pair of um, Midwest Winter Nationals um, regulars who we have known and potentially taken shots of fireball with hmm. every single year, except for this year because I was a dick and I didn't get back in the pits in well, time. That narrows the list down to Bunkelman and who? Uh, Colton. <laughs> It turns out that the Bunkelmans and Colton are pretty much, they live within a 10-minute drive of our raffle tractor winner. I like it. They're going to try and help us get him on the show. Um, I just need to coordinate with them after the show. So, yeah. Not, not, not tonight after the show because... Uh, no, not no. we're not doing an after hours with... No, none of that. We're we're pretty good. Like we're proactive. Like we we actually do produce these shows. We just don't do it at what the fuck eleven twenty eight Eastern twenty nine Eastern. No, good lord. <laughs> yeah, we've been alive for damn near three hours. It's time for us to all hang it up and go home. And it's, go bad enough, it's bad enough. I'm going to pull the cord on this grenade, and then I have to I have to download it and then put it in the RSS feed before I go to bed. Right. Hey, welcome to the glamorous life of a producer. Oh, it's so fucking awesome. No, it's so much rock and roll and punk rock. Um, shout out to uh, uh, Shane and Wyatt. They're they're really kicking ass with the Motorsports Almanac. They if are. you're not following them, you know, give them a follow. Those guys are are really doing good stuff. Yeah, and, and um, thank you because I volunteered you that that this show is going to go to your page tonight. Sorry. What really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Hey, you know, we do what we can. So I'm out, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank Joe, till next time. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you. Laura, heal up. Carl, I will. go to bed. <laughs> See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs>